Another week. Another talking dirty. Oh. Quick with it. Quick with it. Speedy Gonzalez. Wow. This week we have for you a full-fledged breakdown of college football with Ryan. And then taking it over to the NBA where we discuss CP3 and Kim K. Some spicy, spicy details there. And then we go over to the NFL. We have our week 13 recap, injuries, headlines, segments, and our week 14 pickums. Pickums. And then we take it over to Pop Culture, where we break down some of the new trailers for shows that are coming out, as well as Jams of the Week. With that, Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? All right, quick story time in the uh, ad section here. Okay. So I was talking to some older lady I work with in the office, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she's looking for a paint job. Oh, so you referred her to... So they are. she already used Ken Froehler's painting in the past. Okay, okay. But I told her to use the Talking Dirty promo code. <laughs> and she was like, so I just say guy shitty houses. Guy. He'll give me a free quote. And I said, yes. And she said, okay. So I will wait to see if she actually uses it. Wait. Wait. You just sent some Gretchen to Kent's Brothers Painting with Guy Shitty Outs promo code. Yeah. I said, do you want a free quote? I, I, I got a promo code for my podcast. She's like, oh, yeah. I would yeah, love it if they house. were like, oh, yeah, gosh, shitty house. Yeah, here you go. Like, yeah, 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 free, <laughs> free quote. Yeah. But realistically, they're going to be like, what What the fuck is this lady talking about? <laughs> but yeah, so you guys are here. 412-784-1577 is the number to call for Ken's Brothers Painting. Um, guy shitty house for a free quote today. With that being said, let's get into it. And we will have confirmation of the promo code next week. Absolutely. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. The uh, shoes on, oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> but before we get into it, Guy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, man. So I uh, I found out some news yesterday. You're pregnant? All, almost, actually. Wait, what? I'm going to be a godfather. Oh, nice. Yeah, my buddy Zane and his girl's having a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, and he like hit me up. He was like, hey. <laughs> Uh, want to be you? Want to be the Godfather? I was like, that's sick. At first, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> like, You're the moral compass for a future, yeah. future cho- child of the Lord. But I told him I'd accept. Yeah, but that's uh Yeah, it's crazy. You're best man at his wedding too, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Sweet. So uh, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna be Godfather. That's wild, dude. I'm getting old. How far along are they? Do you know the gender? It's like, it's like a month. Uh, so you have no yeah, idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> well, he was like, he was like, cause they're, cause uh, they, uh, he was like, they might have twins, um, and he was like, well, if there's twins, you might have to like pick one. I was <laughs> like, dude, that's so fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna pick one. Like, oh my god. <laughs> dude, well, if you pick one, then you find out later in life that the other one's way cooler. <laughs> Like I got fleeced. 
dude, I'm, I'm, what a bad call. But yeah, I was like, I was like, nah, dude, just, just you, you give me like, you just, you, you, just, get both. you just tell me who it is. Like, mm. I, I'm not going to pick. That's fucked up. That's so messed up. <laughs> That'd be so messed up. But, uh, but yeah, how you, how you doing, dude? Uh, good. Mm-hmm. Um, spent a lot of money on Christmas presents the last couple of days. Yeah. That's the bitch. Yeah, but I mean, I did. I bartended at an event on Saturday and got all the money there, so I paid for a lot of my presents. Mm-hmm. And then the other bit, I had, dude, I spent a hundred dollars at the liquor store. A hundred dollars at the liquor store? Yeah. Damn. Uh, two bottles of wine, a bottle of Malibu, and then two short bottles of one Fireball, one Jameson. All for uh, Christmas gifts. Yeah. Nice. Malibu for the future mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, wine for the future uncle-in-law, I guess. Chelsea's yeah. uncle. Then another like a very expensive one for my pap. Not nice. very like sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, Not good bad. shit. Um but before we get into it too, it's a little talking point. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the Pat Bev podcast. Okay. because uh, I I'm I'm all on Pat Bev now. Yeah, it's been like your bread and butter the past few weeks. I mean it's once a week and every week I listen to it and I was like, mm-hmm. he's he's so funny actually. Yeah, yeah. But all the clips I see I do enjoy. Oh yeah, he he's like he's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um but just him and the, his co-hosts, just rich people things. They're saying like, oh yeah, a lot of people have like other cities that they also claim. Like, what are your five cities you claim outside of Chicago? Because he's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, Miami, LA. I was like, I'm there <laughs> half the time. I'm here half the time. Even the other guy was like, oh yeah, like, I mean, like my family grew up in Chicago, so Chicago is one of the cities I claim. I live in New York, so New York. And I'm like, mm-hmm. in my head, I don't have cities I claim. Nah, no, but me neither. I wanted just to see your top three favorite cities outside of Pittsburgh that you've been to. Oh God, it's not many. Um, Yeah. I I had a tough time thinking of it too. (laughs) Um, Like I've been to Cleveland. I've been to Columbus. I've been to (laughs) (laughs) these guys like Miami, Atlantic city, (laughs) (laughs) deep Creek at deep Creek. I'll I'll count that as cities. It's not a city. It's, it's a, a town. Paradise. It's a paradise. It's a town. Yeah, it's paradise. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, paradise. Paradise. Because I was also thinking Hilton Head. I don't count Hilton Head either. Um, like major city. I I don't like. I've never like. I don't travel like at all. Yeah, really. Damn. Like, but you get out there. If we're not including cities, I'd say Deep Creek. I'd say Pittsburgh, and then I'd say not included. Pittsburgh is a problem. <clears throat> uh, okay, so then Deep, Deep Creek, Creek, Johnstown. Yeah, I'd say Johnstown, Cambria County. In Cleveland, <laughs> AC, <laughs> AC. I'll take AC. AC, dude. Looks better. On, looks better I want to make. A, I, want, I want you to make a graphic of. Yeah, it looks better. Top five, <laughs> top three cities you've been to. Mine, mine are San Francisco, yeah. Washington D.C., and uh, I've been to D.C. Maybe San Diego. Yeah. Maybe Cleveland. Maybe Columbus. I've been to Toronto. Toronto. Actually, yeah, there are places now. I think I've been Toronto. Yeah, that's good. Uh, New York City. New York City is great. Yeah, I've never been there. I would never want to live in New York. There's a little bit in time when I was a kid, I wanted to move to New York when I was Same. older. Yeah. And I was like, dude. Fuck that. I'm, living there sounds hell, but going there is fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can um, see that. Yeah, I want to go to Toronto. I've never been to Toronto. Toronto's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other ones that I'm missing. I went there like the week before weed was recreationally legal. Damn. So it was like, but it was pretty much like, do whatever you want you know what i mean because yeah. it was like it's gonna be legal in a week what are we gonna do you know yeah throw you in the slammer for seven days britney griner style <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
All right, yeah, what's your thoughts on that? We talked about before. But I mean, we said before, like, you know, it's a shame that it took this long to get her home, but but also, I, I think we got fleeced. Dude, it's uh, well, that's what I think I said last week. <laughs> yeah. Stupidest trade of all time. Yeah, it's... we. Sh- that's like... Like, what's the guy's name? Like, the... Vic, we- the uh, Weapon of Merchant death. of Death. Merchant of Death. Mer- yeah, like... We traded the Merchant of Death for a WNBA player. Dude, it sounds like a round one pick for, like, a six-round pick. Yeah. You ask me. Yeah. Maybe it freed up cap space. That was like Russell Wilson for, like, three first-round <laughs> picks. And, uh, oh, who else man. was there? Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, um... No, yeah, it's... I, I'm happy that we got her back, because that's a shitty thing to be for any human. A, a labor camp in Russia, yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like... We also have other Americans in there. We have ju- uh, journalists mm-hmm. locked up over mm-hmm. there. Why yep. is her? Why is she more valuable yeah, than the other ones? People there. Did you see the shit with Micah Parsons? No. So he t- he tweeted out like we still have like an Amer- there's like some like war hero vet over there mm-hmm. still. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and he was like, how have we, how we, how do we not get him yet? Like this guy who's just been there longer, I think, than Brittany Griner. Yeah, Brittany Griner's just because it's more social. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows about it. Um, but. He, so he like tweeted that out, and then everybody's like slandering him. And he was like, "Like, hey, I'm happy she's home, but it's like, how are we? That's not? where that's where I'm at, and that's where I'm at. That's too. my thing. Yeah. I I think if you're gonna trade back to merge to death, get a couple Americans. Yeah, like I think that's fair. I don't yeah. know. I don't do foreign trade policy. Or Me whatever either. But at the same time, like, <laughs> no offense to Brittany Griner, but she, there's there's other people out, like in there that. More valuable to society. And no I said before too, like, like, like the journalist um, and that war hero and that. Why are you bring, why are you bringing like all the, the car cartridges across country lines like that? Like, ah, it, it's not her first time in Russia. She has, uh, uh, she's on a team there, so she's like, yeah, she knew what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not that she did it on purpose or anything like that. Like, that's, yeah. I heard. It, I mean, it was probably an accident. She reason she even got caught with it. Mm-hmm. But you should just don't do. Just don't bring it. Yeah, just don't bring it. Like I know it's or, or play like, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but oh well. But all right, enough talk about Brittany Griner. More talking about college football. You yeah. transition. One transition. Um, championship weekend was this past week. Um, Upsets. There was a lot of upsets. Uh, so just off the top, first Utah upset uh, USC mm-hmm. uh, in the Pac-12 championship, uh, forty-seven to twenty-four, which officially knocked USC out of the top four for the playoffs, as expected. Utah had twenty-three points in the fourth quarter. That's crazy, and yeah. because of that, yeah, you have to knock them out. Like that's that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> like not only like did you lose the game bad, but like you lost like pretty much in the fourth quarter. It was you tied going through the fourth quarter, <laughs> and Utah scored twenty three unanswered points in <laughs> yeah. one. That's bad. That's bad. And we'll get to a little bit too about uh, Caleb Williams later at the Heisman finals, but it's it's sick when he does. He every game he painted something on his fingernails. Oh really? So like for example, this week against Utah was fuck Utah. Like on the four fingers, four fingers. Didn't age it well. sucks when you do that and you lose. Yeah. That's a yeah. tough look. However, it's sweet because he did every week. So if there's a, like a four-letter thing for the other team, he'd do fuck them. Mm-hmm. If not, he'll just do like other random shit on it. Yeah. Like fuck UCLA was one. Like that, that, that kind of shit is like cool when you win, but yeah. it's really you tough when you get 23 nothing in the fourth <laughs> quarter to lose and your playoff hopes down oh, away. Um, Funny but, meme would have just been putting crying Jordan heads on each of his fingers yeah. after that loss. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'd be funny. 
Or it's fuck than me. <laughs> um, all right, moving over to the other big upset in the championships. Uh, the Big 12 championship, Kansas State beat TCU in overtime, 31 mm-hmm. to 28. I think it went to like four or five overtimes. It's a very close game. Yeah. Um, this, spoiler for like a second from now, does not, TCU still in the top four. Yeah. So it's not as bad as USC, mm-hmm. but it's still like they lost. I mean, it doesn't I, really matter. I agree with keeping him in there because it went to like what you said, four or five overtimes. Like, yeah. That, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's not bad. And it was like the Big 12 championship. So, yeah. And Kansas State's been hot lately. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not like they lost. Yeah. It I wasn't mean, like a flu. Same, t- same time with Utah, though. Like, that is. Utah, if you if it was a close game, USC lost Utah. Mm-hmm. It'd be okay. You maybe have like an argument, or they'll probably be five. Mm-hmm. But the the fact they got blown out sucks for them. But TCU yeah, because lost every other barely. team like lost twice yeah. below that. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, next we got Georgia destroyed LSU in the SEC championship, fifty to thirty. Yeah, uh, and then Michigan destroyed Purdue forty three to twenty two in the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. So the final four as of right now. No, it is. It's set. It's confirmed. Yeah, locked in. Number one, Georgia is going to be playing number four, Ohio State. So Ohio State, because USC lost, Ohio State made their way back in. And then the two and three did not change. It's still Michigan versus TCU. Um, I can't wait for Georgia to kick the shit out of Ohio State. So I like Georgia. Yeah. I think Georgia is the best team in the country by far. But, but if Ohio State wins and it's Michigan Ohio State natty, that would be an electric natural championship. That would be electric, yeah. Because if Ohio State beats Georgia and Michigan mm-hmm. beats TCU, it's a uh, Michigan Ohio State, and that's like ultimate there might be a war. Rights. There might be like a war up there. It's ultimate bragging rights at that point. Yeah. And I would love it because I think Michigan would beat Ohio State again, mm-hmm. and I'd, that'd give Michigan the ultimate bragging rights over Ohio State. Dude, we beat you in a national championship. Yeah, that's true. That's like, oh, yeah, we, well, you might have destroyed us this year in the rivalry game, but mm-hmm. how about in 2020, when we, 2023, when we beat you in the national championship? Yeah. Um, I guess I'm cool with either team winning that game then. Yeah, I think but Georgia's I'm all going on to Michigan win. over TCU then. Yeah, I, th- I think Georgia's going to win, but mm-hmm. if Ohio State wins, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. Because that'll be great. And I just, I, I, I don't I, want to risk Ohio State winning, though, so I might just root against them from yeah. the start. Oh, yeah, also, side note, a um, mm-hmm. little update from a couple months ago. Didn't know TCU was purple. Really? Yeah. Damn. Color blindness. We were talking about it before whenever <laughs> I think you said Northwestern's purple, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I forgot. And we were talking about purple. I was talking about about the teams that are purple. I didn't know purple. And I was like, when I was little, I was like, Lakers, Vikings, LSU. (laughs) And you're like, what about Northwestern? I was like, what? (laughs) Well, TCU's another one. I never knew they were purple. Do you know Boise State's field's blue? I know that. Okay. If you told me, if you just told me, I thought you were about to tell me Boise State's field was purple and I was going to lose my shit. But dude, you're telling me it's not blue turf for this entire time. Just name some other purple teams. Oh god! Dude, that names the all. Colorado Rockies. Didn't know they were purple. <laughs> actually, nope. I thought they were blue. But it makes sense. Purple Mountains. Purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I'm it, trying to think obscure. Sacramento Kings. That was one that I didn't know at first, but I think I. Well, you're an NBA guy. Found out eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what, that's um, one. The LA Kings sometimes have the purple too. I knew that one. Um. Fuck. I don't know. Is it strictly purple? That I mess up with? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
If we're talking about color buttons, blue, purple, mm-hmm. identical to me. So my default usually is blue. And then <laughs> green, brown. So okay. I thought Christmas trees are brown my entire life. That sucks. Well, I, as a kid, I found out. But yeah, I, yeah. It's brown. <laughs> um, That's unfortunate. Sometimes orange, sometimes red. I'm sure there's other teams out there. You know the Orioles are orange? Yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Actually, dude, this is that's actually a perfect setup. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the other notable games. Uh, hold on. I have the piss pulled up. Sorry. So, but the other notable New Year's, New Year's Six Bowl game. So, basically, the other ones that aren't the playoff spots, the other four mm-hmm. are like the Rose Bowl, this stuff, like that, this. Yeah, what is it? Like Rose. So, it's cotton. Rose, Sugar, Cotton. And then this is the transition, the Orange Bowl. Yeah. So, the Orange Bowl will be the first of the – actually, no, it's the last. No, it's the, the, the first of the, uh, of the non-playoff – uh, team Bulls. Team Bulls. Yeah. Is the Orange Bowl and get this. It's Tennessee versus Clemson. So the most orange Orange Bowl ever. <laughs> both, and both teams should just wear their orange uniforms. Just all orange. Is Clemson purple? Purple and orange. Didn't know that. Damn. I just thought of it now because I was like orange and blue. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought of it right now. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. I don't envy you with that, dude. That's Damn. tough. But anyway, yeah. So. The very orange, orange bowl, Tennessee versus Clemson. Tennessee is six. <laughs> Clemson is seven. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were mad that uh, t- Tennessee was six and Alabama is five. Um, yeah, that's bullshit. But at the end of the day, because it's because Tennessee wanted it because they beat Alabama head to head. Yeah. The reason that Tennessee didn't get five is because how badly they lost to South Carolina. I get Alabama's that. two losses were close losses. One was mm-hmm. overtime, and one was like a game walk off field goal. I get that, but like, Here, we're do all put on the actual game. This is oh, week shit, 13. I didn't know it did that. No, you're good. I hate when it does that. Sorry, but continue. Uh, fucking Amazon Prime, dude. I know it's the worst. They ruined Thursday Night Football. A little peek behind the curtain. We're, we're trying to watch Thursday Night Football, but uh, it was this past week Chiefs Bengals game. Yeah, they do that too. They throw on the last week. There's a football game. Yeah. Or no, that was yeah. That was that was a four Sunday o'clock. game actually. Yeah. yeah, that was the America's game of the week. Um anyway, uh the next one, the All State Sugar Bowl is mm-hmm. as I said, uh so anyway, sorry. Uh I got all just thrown off there for a second. The Capital One Orange Bowl is played Friday, December thirtieth at eight PM on ESPN. Okay. So that's the first of the big bowl games. Mm-hmm. The next one's the All State Sugar Bowl, which is Saturday, December thirty first at noon, uh, and that's Alabama versus Kansas State. Okay. Um then skip a week and then the Natty. Then January second, mm-hmm. we got uh, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl. Okay, just Tulane versus USC. All right, Tulane won the I think their AAC. Yeah, or, or yeah, I think so. That's what uh, so what UCF is. They beat UCF. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know the names of the other conferences. The no, I I know the Power Five, and yeah. I, I I get confused on all the rest. Um, then finally, the Rose Bowl on Monday, January second, is going to be Penn State versus Utah. That's that's cool. That's a good matchup. Mm. Um, Rose Bowl so cool though. I wish it wasn't mm. Penn State. Yeah. And then the playoff games are going to be on where are they at? Um, where are they? Sorry, I. No, you're good. I don't know where the uh, schedule for the other one is. I thought I, I, th- I thought it'd be right here. 
it'll be good once they make the playoffs deeper though for college football because mm-hmm. I feel like like I feel like the reason I never liked college football whenever I was like get, growing up and I got into like the NFL was they like emphasize these bowls so much but then it's like the number five and the number 12 team playing you yeah. know what I mean and I was like it's just weird to me like yeah, you're hyping weird. this up like it's a Super Bowl but it's just it's just another game yeah. um so right now it's TC versus Michigan is on a uh, New Year's Eve okay at 4 p.m and that's the Fiesta Bowl mm-hmm. then the Georgia versus Ohio State is the Peach Bowl also on New Year's Eve at eight okay so it's so New Year's Eve is going to be bumping. New Year's Eve is going to be bumping, cool. indeed. Um, but all right, moving on to the next thing. <laughs> Step aside, see Chris. We're watching football. <laughs> yeah, I probably will watch it because mm-hmm. that's going to end right perfect timing. It's going to end at like eleven something. Yeah. So you'll probably be able to, you'll be able to roll right into the end New of Year. the countdown. Because mm-hmm. who cares about the New Year's countdown? Yeah, it's always dumb. End. Yeah, yeah, it's always like now Doja. Honestly, Cat. ever since like Dick Clark died, it's just lost its luster. Absolutely. Um, quick update on Pitt too. Since we're talking about Bulls, the Pitt is playing the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl <laughs> on December thirtieth, Friday, December thirtieth versus UCLA. Um. That's a cool matchup. Another game where so for the orange ball, I said they should all both wear their orange uniforms, right? Mm-hmm. UCLA and Pitt have very close uniforms with, they, the, with the powder blue and the yellow. Now someone put that, a yeah. picture up of the these two like uniforms, like yeah. the two uh, one of the jerseys, and they're identical. Yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, so someone said like they should just play that those uniforms. <laughs> Like that'd be so funny, dude. Could you imagine as a quarterback like looking down the field and being that'd like, "That'd be a true test." I don't, of quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who to throw to right yeah, now. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a true test of like <laughs> quarterback instinct and how to read the field. Like if you can quickly determine which orange jersey is yours or which powder blue jersey is yours, then good luck. Um, speaking of quarterbacks for Pitt, Caden uh, Slovis is transferring, so he will not be playing in the Sun Bowl. It'll be Nick Patty. What a scumbag! I saw a bunch of memes. Of the guy, that one meme of the guy on the highway in the coffin opening it up and like turning. Mm-hmm. You ever see that one, the highway one? Uh, I think it's maybe. like someone's on the highway and there's a, a flatbed truck with a coffin on it, and then a guy pops out of the coffin. Okay. Uh, anyway, the caption was Nick Patty, anytime bull season rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's Slovis transferred from USC to Pitt, sucked really bad, and mm-hmm. now is leaving. Got hurt, and then yeah, left. but with him leaving. Means we have a new quarterback transferring in. And it is Pittsburgh's own Phil Jakovic from Boston College. He was recruited by Notre Dame originally by uh, Brian Kelly. Yeah, I remember hearing about him. Brian Kelly didn't like him, so he benched him. So he transferred to Boston College, beat Pitt a couple years ago, like by bad. Mm -hmm. And um, he's really good. His issue is he keeps getting hurt. So he's decided to transfer to Boston College, come home to Pitt. Okay. Um, I like it. He played on the same football team as me. In grade school, I was never on this team. I was in eighth grade. He was in fourth, but still, same program. And he <laughs> was um, our f- good friend from the pod, good friend from our frat, Joe Skarnecki, is quarterback to his center. Oh, wow. In high school. Nice. They, they, went to, they, went, uh, they might have won Whippules. That's cool. But like, like He was a junior and Joe was a senior. That's cool. That's rad. I like that. Yeah, that's really cool. So he's all pumped about it. But, yeah, Pitt kid, Pine Richland kid coming back to Pitt is pretty cool. Um, I'm all for that. Uh, and then quick update on the Heisman finalist. Uh, first, we got Stenson Bennett for, uh, uh, from Georgia, the quarterback from Georgia. Fun fact, 
he's the same age as Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's been in the league for five years. <laughs> I saw another thing where it's 2016, Lamar Jackson wins the Heisman. 2022, Stenson gets a, becomes a finalist for Heisman. They're both born in 1997. Yeah, that's wild. That's weird. That's, that's weird. very wild. That's very wild. wild. Weird. Yeah, wild. Um, he's not going to win. Probably not. He's not going to win. It's more. Of, this is probably. This is more of like a lifetime achievement award, not mm-hmm. at this point for him. Uh, but he has played really good. But it's kind of like anyone from Georgia is going to play good. Um, next, we got Caleb Williams from uh, USC. I was talking about him before. Uh, I think he's going to win. Okay. I think Caleb Williams is going to win. I think he might be the favorite as of right now. Um, the other two nominees is Max Duggan from a uh, quarterback from TCU. I'm pulling for him. I like the name. Max Duggan. Max Duggan. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Josh Jacobs. Oh. Touchdown. Josh Jacobs. Nope. All right. It's fine. Uh, and then last but not least, CJ Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State. He was the odds on favorite in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So if it's not Caleb Williams, I still think it might be him, but I just think I've been seeing and reading that. Caleb Williams is the odds-on favorite right now. Um, and they do the voting before the bowl season, right? Yeah. Okay. They don't take effect in the bowls. That's what I thought. Okay. I think they'll be announced. They announce the them like week at the of, end of the week of the national week after, between Christmas and New Year's. I thought it was after the. It's like before the national championship, like that bye week we have almost. I think it's before the, even the bowls because uh, okay. Kenny Pickett was a finalist last year and he didn't play in the Peach Bowl regardless but yeah uh, okay. I think it was like leading up to the Peach Bowl gotcha gotcha actually I can look it up real quick if you want um, nah nah it's alright I'm, I'm going to now no you don't Heisman <laughs> results we need we need an intern we need an intern um, you know the Rams are purple no they're not <laughs> I know that one <laughs> You jerk. <laughs> um, oh, there you go. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about it right now because I don't know what to search. And all the first, I thought I searched very easy. I just Google search Heisman results 2022 just to see if there's a time and date. Mm-hmm. N- no time, no date. It's just like who's gonna win. I don't care. I just want to hear when it is. Um, all right. The last thing I have for college football is Deion Sanders. So Deion Sanders. Uh, is now the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. He signed a five-year, $29.5 million uh, coaching contract with them, which is pretty big. Um, A lot of people in the news have been calling him a sellout for doing it. A lot of people are attacking him because he's leaving the HBCU behind for a big Power 5 conference. I have two things to defend Coach Prime. One, he said if uh, someone comes along with enough money, he's going to do that, which Colorado did. But two... Apparently, I read a story, a thing on Twitter. It's like a thread from a verified person on Twitter, so I trust it. Yeah. It, he Apparently, <clears throat> there's a bunch of incentives with, with Jackson State that, or a lot of things like, I, we're going to pay you if you do this. If you get ticket sales to this amount, then everything past that amount will be all you. You get all the profits from that. Okay. Like stuff like that. And Jackson State just never did it. Deion Sanders hit everything that needed to. And they just uh, never gave him the money. Well, then, yeah. 100%. And he was complaining about it, but he wasn't complaining about it in the media. He was doing behind closed doors. And he still has yet to say uh, that's the reason why he left. Gotcha. But a lot of people close with him and close to, like, in that whole situation is defending Dion when people were calling him call, sellouts because he said he 
put up with it just so they get Jack Sale on the map, HP yeah. on the map, but they weren't paying him, so he left. Yeah, like I saw Bamani Jones on SportsCenter. Just I, don't like, like dra- I don't like him either, but like just dragging him through the mud. I'm like, eh, like you do the same thing. Yeah, a lot, he got a lot of hate for saying shit about dealing when this stuff started coming out. Oh, but nice. Like, okay. I, I one time, because I hate him. I hate him. I used to like I him. I never liked him. I, I used to like him uh, whatever he was on the Dan Lebertard or the, what's that? Um, what's that the, show? Around the Horn. No, the uh, one after highly questionable. He was always uh, on highly questionable, yeah. and he's always funny on that. But then he got super controversial and just started being like, "Yeah, I don't know," just, just dropping the hot takes. Yeah, and like just being like not like a TV personality on ESPN, like mm-hmm. getting hard opinions and sticking with it and making everything political and everything like that. Everything, yeah. ra- everything's a race issue all of a sudden. Um, but so I got annoyed by him. But he was saying all this shit, calling him a sellout, saying he's like turning mm-hmm. his back on the HBCU community, everything like that. And a lot of the replies were just like, dude, read the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool with that. But yeah, so Dion is at Colorado now. Um, oh, and then his intro to the players, did you see that clip? No. He had all the players in the auditorium. He was talking to them, and he uh, was basically saying, after, it's a whole 10-minute thing, but near the end, he's like, by the way, if you're not ready to play, let me know. I got a bunch of boys down in Mississippi trying to come with me. And so they'll gladly take your spot. Damn. He's basically telling everybody on Buffalo's Buffalo, I mean, on uh, Colorado now that a lot of his best players from Jackson State is going to come with him after at the end of the year. Damn. So, like, you're, like that. no one's comfortable. Yeah. That's because, well, one thing he did do was he pulled the best five-star quarterback recruit. Yeah, in, I remember here. Lead, from uh, Florida State to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Now he's coming to Colorado, too. He's, he's following prime. And I think his son, who's what's been playing really good. What's the future odds on Colorado? I don't know, but I might take it. That's what one of the cooks at Wild, Wildwood told me. Mm-hmm. Put all your money on uh, uh, Colorado to win whatever. Are they in Pac-12? I don't know. I think it's Pac-12. Yeah, I think they're Pac-12. Yeah, it's Pac-12. If I had to guess, they're Pac-12. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be Big Ten, they wouldn't be Big Twelve. They're they're definitely Power Five. Yeah, they're not SEC. They're not ACC. Um, yeah, standings for the Pac twelve. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. Yep, it is. They, mm. they finished one and eight. Oh yeah, last dude, I just take them to win that for sure. Yeah. Oh, another thing, quick thing about the Dion thing too. Uh, I think it's I think it's either the school's president or the athletic director. Um, I wasn't really sure who it was. I just saw the clip real quick. Yeah. Someone asked, do you have that money in your budget to pay Dion? And he was like, no, but we'll find it. <laughs> so basically, they, they signed him this contract, and they don't have the money for it. So if you go to Colorado and you're listening to this, get ready for your tuition to spike. Because <laughs> it's bad. True. But yeah. Baker's not starting. Really? Wolford is. Oh. They said he's active tonight, though. They, so right. he, they could play him. They could play if Wolford sucks. But all right, that's all I got for college football. Do you want to add anything? Um, let's go pit. Yeah, let's go Tony Tiger Sun Bowl champions. Hopefully, <laughs> let's go. Um, that, this is a little update on college football. This will be the last one until after the Natty. I agree. Because there's no uh, point. between now for the next week. There's no good bowl games happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then the week after we'll have all the good bowl games, but we'll just wait till I got gotcha. you. We'll just hold all of them off. So yeah, thanks college football for a year. That's fun. Um, let's head over to the NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. My mic was on the table, not in my hand when I hit play. Ouch! Silly Wyatt, twigs are for kids. 
Makes me think of that like uh, Family Guy bit with Liam Neeson, like that they adapted for the Ted movie, where he like he like tries to buy tricks and he's like, "Am I to understand that these, like, you understand that I'm not a child and I'm, I have these twicks, he's like, <laughs> or I have these tricks?" And he's like, "Yeah, no, it's fine." He's like, "But I hear their slogan is like tricks are for kids." If I leave this store, I'll have to pull it up for you later. Yeah, I, I've never. I mean, I don't like. Oh, it's great! It's great. It was from Ted Two, I believe. All right, all right. But like, it was a Family Guy joke that they adapted for the movie. Right. See, I, I never saw Ted Two either. Mm-hmm. I saw Ted One. I saw Ted One. I love Ted. Oh, one. Ted Two's good. Ted Two is like it's not as good as Ted One, but it's still hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ted One's great. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite uh, Seth MacFarlane thing. Is yeah. Ted. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, NBA. Um, yeah. <laughs> Before you got into that rant, I was just going to stay silent until you said something. Um, after I said the Twix are full kids, mm-hmm. I was going to stare at you silently. Uh, but NBA, let's start off with power rankings. Um, we're at the top. Celtics, number one. Don't have anything to say. Fuck them. I, I can't just keep saying the same thing. Same thing. Over <laughs> over. Hey, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they're good. Newsflash. Their offense is good. Yeah. They're like Point one of the best differential, offenses. great. Yeah, <laughs> there's not much else I can really say about the Celtics. I hate them. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Bucks, kind of similar thing. Uh, I do have but some things defense. to say though. Giannis has scored at least thirty points in seven straight games. That's the longest streak of his career. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Middleton um, has actually been bad to start the season so far. He, yeah, he's getting the rest off. He well, that's what I was gonna say. He's getting the rest off. The only good thing is how good the rest of the team has been playing. So he doesn't have to rush back, get hurt again. He if he's they haven't been playing him like full minutes either. So like yeah. So like he they're just gonna take his time with it, and like that's fine. That's all you need to do really. Um, but yeah, so Bucks Celtics don't really have much to say. They haven't changed. And same with the Suns. They're number three. They, they this has been in my top three consistently for the last couple weeks. Actually four too. It's pretty similar. It's not really changing that much. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Chris Paul came back after missing fourteen games. Um, but it doesn't really matter because they got whooped by the Celtics the other night, and he only had four points and four turnovers. Damn. So not great. Um, but definitely the Suns have been struggling lately, but they're still number one in the West, I believe. So um, they're still number three on this list because Devin Booker's been killing it. I think he, over the weekend he went off. Yeah. Like 40-point game, 50-point game or something like that. Mm-hmm, so For sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, number four hasn't changed much. It's the Cavs. Um, after missing five games, Jer- there's a lot of injuries returning this week. After missing five games, Jared Allen returned to the lineup Tuesday versus the Lakers and had 24 points, 11 boards, and three steals. Um, Spider just been, has been good, too, in the game, dropping 43 points. Um, and I'll, I'll admit now that the Cavs, I think, are for real. Yeah. yeah I, I knew adding Donovan Mitchell was going to help him. I knew they were going to be good this year even before they added Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you had him playoff lock. Uh, yeah, and I had him playoff lock before they even got Spider. Because I started yeah. writing it before the trade happened, mm-hmm. and I put no, I had them as a bubble team, I think, but I had it in the parentheses if they get spider their playoff lock, and then it happened before I published the blog, so I just took that out and moved them up. Did you know that were they like? I thought they like the whole spider thing came out of nowhere. I had no idea, but um, I thought you had them in playoff lock already. And you just like kept them there once you we talked about it because we talked about it after. Yeah, you know you're right. Broke. You're right. It did come out of nowhere, so you're right. Yeah, because we were thinking it was gonna be the Knicks. You're right. That it's the Knicks I wrote that for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You put Knicks in the bubble team, and then 
You probably I kept them as, I kept mm-hmm. in the bubble, but, but you you're right. I had the Cavs in the playoff lock regardless. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. So yeah, I'm definitely all for. I mean, I, I thought they were gonna be a good team regardless. But mm-hmm. also, players. Suns are second in the West right now. Nuggets number one. No. Kings. No. Pelicans. Yes. Well, Pelicans are number five. Yeah. Good. Seg- good. Seg- Pelicans there. number yeah. five. The Pelicans have been on a four-game win streak, and Zion's offense and defense are the thank for that. Um, in this win streak currently, Zion's averaging 27 points, 9.8 rebounds, Damn. 6.3 assists, two steals, 1.8 blocks, all while shooting 64%. Damn. Yeah, they're 8-2 uh, and two in the last 10, it says yeah, here. So on they're, they're on a run right now. Zion's mm-hmm. the beast. He's the truth. Um, I have this my one fantasy league. I have Zion. I drafted him. Um, my one good. friend, is, he he liked Zion since high school, which I said kept saying is weird that you're into a high school <laughs> kid. I said there's one thing to say, hey, this guy's gonna be the truth. Mm-hmm. But he had Zion's high school jersey while he was a Duke. Okay, but I was like, dude, you can't get a high school, you can't get a jersey of an 18 year old kid from when he was <laughs> under 18. That's just creepy. If it is got, creepy. But if you got it when he's in the league, be worth a different. lot of money. Yeah, but he had it, so like he's very into him. But I and he, last year we had two keepers, and his two keepers were Joel Embiid and Zion. Mm-hmm. Even Zion didn't play at all; he thought he was going to play, so he kept them and he didn't. Yeah. Um. So this year I actually drafted him because we went back down to one keeper, and he's been trying to trade me for Zion. <laughs> the entire year, and he keeps telling me Joel Embiid's off limits. But like, <laughs> but I keep trying to say, well, then no deal then. Yeah. So until, lady, <laughs> until he does until it. Until he finally accepts yeah. his brain that the only way he's going to get Zion is Joel Embiid. And I'll just get Joel Embiid and keep hey, him. At this point, keeper. you could probably get that trade. I know. But another thing, he's not, they're not in the top 10, so I'll talk about right now. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis has been going off. And Anthony, he also has Anthony Davis. Oh. So I think about maybe potentially right. try to trade Zion for Anthony Davis, but I'd rather keep Zion at this point, too. Mm-hmm. But if I can get a package for Anthony Davis and someone else for Zion, that'd be sweet. Um, but yeah, the Pelicans playing good. Number six, the Grizzlies. So Dylan Brooks has been bad offensively this season so far, shooting less than 40% from the field, but defensively he's been great. And, uh, I read that when he's on the floor, the Grizzlies point allowed, uh, is one of six per hundred possessions, which is great. And just to put it in perspective, the best in the league for the entire season is one Oh four. Okay. That's yeah. Cavs. So Dylan Brooks role player, but, when he's on the floor, their points per game goes down to one of six. So like he's very he's been very good defensively and it's kind of huge for them. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that though, typical stuff for the Grizzlies. Jaw's been killing it. Yeah, uh, JJJ has been playing very well. <laughs> There's Ice Cube and Mark Davis hanging out <laughs> in the box. What do you um, what do you think like they talk about like <laughs> PF Changs? <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yeah, I really loved your movie Ride Along too. I don't know what Mark Davis sounds like. I just kind of gave him like a southern accent, but I don't think he has like a southern accent. Nah, he's, he's definitely he, raspy, but he definitely he looks like he'd sound like, "Hey, guys, cute." <laughs> I really like that movie. Right I think along that tone, but like <laughs> raspier. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that uh, crazy guy from uh, Waterboy. Farmer Fran? Yeah, Farmer Fran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of hey, like I, that. Hey, ask you. <laughs> that made me cough. <coughs> oh shit, I hurt. Um, where were we? Seven. JJJ Jaw sweet. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks good defensively, bad offensively, bad for the Grizzlies? Question mark. Some people are asking. Um, number seven, the Nuggets. Um, so very impressive stat for the Nuggets is the Nuggets are seven and four on the road. 
which is insanely good. I think they're leading the league in most road games played so far, but they also mm-hmm. have the best like road game win percentage. Okay. Um, and I mean that's like really the only thing that's good for them right now. They're kind of a little slump. Michael Porter Jr. has missed a few a handful of uh, the last few games. Yeah, which definitely hurts the hurts the lineup. But Joker and Jamal yeah. are still playing well. Go for a lower seed. Play more road games in the playoffs. It'd be good. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Right, they should do that. Um, Set the bar low, you know, and then come to success by the end. Mm-hmm. All right, number eight, the Clippers. Mm-hmm. They've been so injured all year. Yeah. But finally on Monday, they had the entire squad back. And they beat, uh, who was it, the Hornets on Monday? Mm-hmm. With the last four points to basically win the game were scored by Paul George and Kawhi. Nice. Like those who just took over. Nice. And when they needed to. So it's good to see the Clippers get a win with their stars back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Everyone's finally healthy right now. Knock on wood if you're a Clippers fan. Um, but they're probably going to uh, go on a run here soon. Um, I did see that John Wall is returning to uh, D.C. like this week. Really? Maybe even tonight. I don't even know. But at some point, maybe this weekend. But I think he's been starting. You have to start him that game. Yeah, you gotta let John Wall cook in DC. Yeah, that'd be yeah. When he was on the Rockets, he, he came. He played DC with the Rockets, but mm-hmm. it was with COVID. No, no, no fans there. Yeah, the first time where fans are in the building, and he's returning to DC. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah fuck with that'd that. be cool to go to. Mm-hmm. It'd be a sick game to go to. I was just next week when I'm in DC. I'm going to DC next weekend. Uh, I would have. I would have said sorry tickets. to Chelsea's friends' Christmas <laughs> party and went by myself. <laughs> that'd be so sick. John Wall is my guy. I haven't seen him play. When he's in D.C., I always wanted to drive over to D.C. and see him play. I never did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm pissed I didn't. Um, number nine, the Sacramento Kings. What? Huh? <laughs> uh, a lot of people thought early season, uh, their early season success was kind of a fluke, like how it kind of was in the Jazz, but they've been hanging around. Uh, last year, the Kings finished 21st in three-point percentage, but this year they're currently sitting sixth in the league for three-point percentage, which is 42.7%. Also kind of weird because they traded Buddy Heald, and he's mm-hmm. been killing it from three-point, but they're still killing it without him. Yeah. Um, the another thing that they are, have going for them is right now their offensive is buzzing. I mean, Sabonis, adding Sabonis at the deadline last year is huge for them. Him and De'Aaron Fox have been great. Mm-hmm. But uh, defensively, they've been kind of garbage. Mike Brown, though, their new head coach this year, who's kind of turning things around already, mm-hmm. he is kind of more defensive-minded. Okay, and he got the so he was people don't know Mike Brown was the longtime Warriors head coach who assembled the team that Steve Kerr won with. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, and part of that was getting them in the draft, Draymond Green, and becoming more defensive minded. Mm-hmm. And so the reason they were so good defensively was because Mike Brown essentially. So this guy now is taking the Kings, who's bad defensively, and he's the head coach. So I think that you can definitely get um, see the defense start improving here soon. All right. Then finally, number 10, we have the Mavericks. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been killing it, averaging 24.4 points per game and shooting over 50% in the last five games. Um, they need this type of play out of their role players. Oh, Baker's on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. so um, Anyway, they need this type of play from their players that aren't Luka if they want to make a deep run just because they won't go out and get big-name stars with Paris Yeah, Luka. for some reason, yeah. But he's really good with role players. So if the fact that Tim Hardaway Jr. plays like this for the rest of the season, like averaging 20-some points a game, I think they'll be – pretty solid tim hardaway jr has been like a very very good role player in the nba for a long time mm-hmm. yeah and it but these numbers are kind of like a breakout numbers for him so i hope it kind of sticks around mm-hmm. i like tim hardaway jr because of first play for baker he's going downfield oh van, van jefferson. jefferson there we go yeah i'm all for that um 
But all right, yeah. The Mavericks have been pretty solid so far. Um, all right, players of the week, as I alluded to before, yeah. AD um, with the Lakers is the West player of the week for the West. Mm-hmm. The Lakers started two and ten, then they routed off eight, eight and two. Like the next, yeah, they're ten and fourteen right now. They're ten and fourteen, they mm-hmm. lost the last two, but in this like kind of like run, AD's been a beast. Let me pull up the stats. Last week he had thirty-seven point eight points, thirteen rebounds, three point three blocks. That's just insane. Damn, yeah, that's in one week. That's insane. Then from the East, we have Kevin Durant. The Nets have Mm. also been playing very well as of late. They're three, seven and three in the last ten. KD's averaged thirty-three points, seven rebounds, five point five assists. Okay, I thought it was gonna be Porzingis. Oh well, Porzingis did good. Remember we were saying, like I always play like the player of the week. Fantasy um, and yeah. I was like, I bet it's Porzingis because he had like back to back forty point games. Oh yeah, it's true. Like that. That's true. <laughs> I'm surprised he isn't. Mm-hmm. And someone else too. I'm surprised Devin Booker isn't from the West, but AD just had a, yeah an insane week. Um, all right, injuries. So we actually only have one real injury: Bradley Beal missing a week with a hamstring strain. Oof. Um, but a lot of people came back from injuries this week. So mm. as I mentioned, uh, Chris Middleton came back last week. Uh, or since the last pause, Chris Middleton's freshly back. Uh, he yeah, Jared he Allen's didn't freshly come back. back till I think Monday. Yeah, so uh, that, that's fresh. Back. The pod is Chris Middleton, Chris Paul's freshly back, Jared Allen's freshly back. Um, the teams that aren't in the top ten power rankings, James Harden returned against the Rockets on Monday. He dropped twenty one point seven assists, but they lost in overtime. Okay, so the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, Damian Lillard returned after missing seven games. Dropped twenty one versus the Pacers. Jimmy Butler returned uh, against the Celtics after missing seven games and dropped 26, 15 boards, and they won against the Celtics, but he missed the next night due to back-to-back. He's not playing back-to-back right now. Gotcha. Okay. Back-to-back games are just rough, so he didn't play the next game. We got blown out by someone. I forget who. Someone. Oh, the Pistons. We lost bad to the Pistons. Um, Also, in the Pistons game, Victor Oladipo made his season debut. Um, he was limited minutes, very limited minutes, but he still scored eight points when he was in. <laughs> so he's probably still out on waivers in fantasy basketball. People were want to kind of monitoring him, yeah, because they eased him back in like this right before the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Then the playoffs, he went off. So I could see, yeah, Victor Oladipo being very panning good, out, very well. impactful. impactful. Well, so he's, think, pay, he's paying he, a lot of money to be there. So yeah, I think the <laughs> yeah he's, he's paying he he's paying a lot of money. Um. But yeah, so just keep an eye on him, and I also think just keep an eye on the Heat. They're uh, they're about to go on a run here. All right, um, I trust that. Next headlines, uh, I'll go with this one first because it's the big one of the week. Uh, during the pod or right after the pod last week, Kanye West tweeted said Chris Paul fucked Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, there's I feel so bad many for CP3. memes, <laughs> dude. I feel so bad. Then he came back from injury and just sucked. Immediately, dude. Imagine Chris Paul just like relaxing at home, and then just gets blown up on like Twitter and all this shit, just because mm-hmm. Kanye West threw him under the bus. Like, mm-hmm. poor bastard. I saw a clip of him on like the bench one time after losing, mm-hmm. and he was like looking miserable. And it was just like whenever his wife read Kanye tweets, that he walked in the kitchen, said, "Honey, what's this?" <laughs> um, oh man. And then of course the LeBron meme. Mm-hmm. Like I, I told Chris not to go there that night. <laughs> like, <laughs> so do you think it actually happened? Oh, 100%. Okay. Kanye is in full like 
fuck it, burn it fuck all. Fuck it, burn it all mode. And I believe everything he says as far as like throwing people under the bus stuff. But didn't he say like Drake banged Chris Kardashian too? I, during this rant, like before the Hitler stuff came out. Yeah, but would you not? Like, would you not believe that? I'd believe that. I believe it, maybe. I mean, I think. I mean, everything obviously he's saying about like you know Hitler and everything like that. Um, that's just that's just bad. But mm-hmm. everything else, like about these celebrities, I guarantee he knows the shit, and he's just like blowing it up. Uh, probably, I could see that. Like, I full heartedly believe it. Where there's smoke, there's fire. At the very least, uh-huh. there's something to it. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Because that Kardashian family's weird as shit, man. And I mean, Devin Booker and what's it called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't Devin know. Booker and uh, Kendall were dating. So yeah. I could see it. I could see just a family connection, like double date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you, we know Sons likes the group fuck. That's true. Sounds yeah. Hilarious. So maybe whenever Chris Paul went there, that was initiation. It's like, hey, you don't have to run rail the same chick, but you just got to rail my chick's sister. <laughs> we'll be we'll be in the twin bed next to you, dude. It is. <laughs> so I did just speaking of Kanye though. I did see like a hilarious tweet. Um, like so obviously Kanye like said that he uh, people need to forgive Hitler. Or the Jews should forgive Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> but Bad. somebody commented on it and said, "Bro, can't even forgive Pete Davidson." <laughs> oh, I that's, lost that's it. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I was thinking about putting Kanye as a weenie of the week, even though he's nothing to do with football. Yeah, he just needs to stop, man. <laughs> he's, ugh. Anyways, yeah. Um, NBA. Actually, so this I'll skip a headline just go because this kind of ties in. Mm-hmm. Nike officially dropped Kyrie Irving. Oh, so, so they originally after Kyrie tweeted the uh, anti-Semitic movie link, mm-hmm. they started distancing themselves but not dropping them officially and then randomly like they like last week they dropped them i don't know what shoes they're wearing now but some i saw a funny tweet where someone like had the 2k shoes that your buyer players with. <laughs> it's like Kyrie's really about to drop 30 and 10 in these and it's like the 2k one that's um, funny so i don't know what he's wearing but i also saw another clip this little joke I sent to my friends. I might have sent it to you too, where he's doing like a fake out. And yeah, his arm was completely extended upwards. And I was like, "Wow, Kyrie's way too. It's way too easy for Kyrie to extend his arm outward and up." <laughs> uh, nice little naughty joke for Kyrie there. Um, next, the NBA is adding a new trophy. Um, the Maurice Podolf Trophy okay. will be given to the team with the best regular season record. So it's basically the President's Trophy in hockey. Um, and All right. here's a picture of it. It is essentially a crystal basketball on a pedestal. Eh. Yeah. That's just space filler for these players sometimes. Yeah. And um, I forget what it is now. The MVP is now, but the MVP award used to be named after this guy. So uh, okay. So, so now the new trophy came out, so they just renamed it after him. What is the MVP now? Uh, NBA MVP. The finals MVP is the Kobe Bryant one, right? No, uh, finals MVP is Bill Russell. Uh, okay. The Western Conference uh, MVP, Western Conference Finals MVP is the Magic Johnson, and the Eastern Conference Finals MVP is Larry Bird. Gotcha. Which one's the Kobe? Is it like the All Star Game? The All Star. The All Star Game. game. I, I I I couldn't remember either. That was like a live reaction to it I too. Think honestly, just make the make the league MVP the Kobe Bryant Award. Yeah. Fuck it. Like I don't think you're gonna get backlash on that. Hmm. And you already moved around the name, so it could work. Like, I don't know. The NBA Seems must like it have makes sense. given to his performance 
it, see, it's not saying that the new one's named after anything. It just might be the MVP. Was the MVP? Um, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, that's weird. It was just they—they they literally just removed the name mm-hmm. from the MVP, so it's now just the NBA MVP. That's lame. Make it the Kobe Brown Award or something. Be done with it. If, yeah, just whoever had the most MVPs in history, just give it to them. Mm-hmm. That's not bad either. It depends on who it is. Yeah, we'll look that up after. Yeah, I'm looking up. There's too much waste of time. Right now, yeah. Um, next, did you see Steph hit all five of those full court shots in a row? I did not. But like warm pregame warm ups. Um, it was a viral video that went around. He posted it. Him literally, it. <laughs> literally, other side of the court, just draining f- full court shots five in a row. Yeah. Um, let me show it to you real quick, Steph Curry. I mean, I believe it, and I think I've seen enough highlights. No, I mean, too. no, but it's insane to watch it. I love, I love the humbleness of him posting that though. <laughs> All right. He has to throw it like that. Is it five times in a row? I mean, that's cool and all, but do it a game, coward. Um, do it a game. Update. It's fake. Oh, it is. But he posted it, and everyone believed it. Everyone's like, "Dude, that's <laughs> insane! Like, it's insane how good of a shooter he is." Um, it, it's the same guy who does all the editing for Tom Brady. You know, uh, Tom Brady posts those videos. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. But it's funny because everyone in like on Twitter believed it. Like, I, I believed, believed it too. It. Yeah. I mean, it's very highly unlikely that that mm-hmm. never happens. But a lot of people were like, "Holy shit!" And then finally, someone exposed it. Some, I think it was a film editor exposed it because there's one frame a tiny bit off that uh, people like us won't ever notice. Yeah, uh, but, the, but they like know how to look. But for they that figured shit. it out, and then then Steph came out and said, "Yeah, that's fake." Gotcha. But gotcha. it's so funny everyone fucking got thought thought it was real. Um, next, did you see uh, Kenny throw Shaq into the Christmas tree? I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he looked like the uh, witch with the house collapsed on it, <laughs> His feet and the Wizard of out Oz. Yeah, the tree. yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I didn't it think funny as shit. Uh, for those who haven't seen it on NBA, uh, uh, the NBA on TNT, they always have. Anytime Shaq wants to show something on the board, I think, or Kenny does, someone tries to race him up there, mm-hmm. and so Shaqs are breaking for it, <laughs> and Kenny just laid his shoulder into him, and Shaq went flying into the giant Christmas tree they have on set. And, uh, dude, honestly, it was so funny. Those guys, like, we just need, like, more panels like those guys. The TNT NHL one's getting up there because Biz is on it. Mm-hmm. And Biz is kind of like that, the funny guy with it. Yeah. yeah. He's just, like, the dumb guy who, like, the, re- the rest of the panel's, like, Wayne Gretzky. And he's just, like, a guy who, like, was, like, on the fourth line for two <laughs> NHL teams. The rest, he's just, like, a minor league guy. Yeah. Um, Next, the last headline before we get into the full court press, a.k.a. the new Deep Three, um, LeBron James passed Magic Johnson on the all-time assist le- list oh on Friday's win against the Bucks. Okay. Trivia, I've, des- <laughs> I've definitely asked you this question a shit ton of times. I know, I know. Um, so at this point, it's just memorizing. Can you name the five guys LeBron still has to beat on the all-time assist leader board? Wait, how many is there? There's five. He's six. Okay. <clears throat> Stockton. Stockton's one, yes. And this is where it goes downhill. <laughs> I have two hints for you. Um, Ooh, six. actually three. Three hints. For you. Wait. No, I have one, two, one. He passed. Magic. 
CP3. CP3 is number three. Okay. I was gonna, one of the hints was going to be there's an active player. And if I said active player, you'd have thought him immediately. Um, so now I'll give you a hint for the last three. The last the, three are or was a head coach in the NBA. Steve Nash. Steve Nash is one. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is one. The other one was a coach at one point in the NBA. Fuck. Not great. Not great. Though. Fuck. This is the only one I don't think you're going to get. What team? Wait, was it coach for or player for? Coach for. I believe the last coaching job he had, his only coaching job he had was the Warriors. Ugh. This is going to be tough. I don't know. He played on the Knicks, Clippers, Pacers, Nuggets, Pacers, Raptors, not Knicks, Jazz. Um, Marbury. No. I don't Mark know. Jackson. Fuck. Fuck, I should have got that. Mark Jackson. The, uh, behind LeBron is Magic Johnson, Oscar Robinson, Isaiah Thomas, and Gary Payton. Okay. Rails had the top 10. There's only two other, top 25, there's only two other active players. Actually, can you guess those guys? On the rest of the top 10? Yeah, the last, rest of the top 25, there's two more active players in the top 25. Um, They're both point guards. So LeBron's the only non-point like point guard, really. Kyrie? No. No. Fuck. Um, One's his teammate. LeBron's teammate. Oh, Westbrook. Russ. And the other one. <laughs> Is it crazy? I went to Patrick Beverly and then Schroeder, and I was like, how? Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. landed on Russ. Yeah, that is kind of crazy, yeah. Because <laughs> Russ isn't a good shooter, but he's a hell of a passer. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that is kind of funny. Um, the other one is just Kyle Lowry. Okay, okay. Kyle Lowry. I'm not gonna do I didn't too think much he'd more. make that that far. That's good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all right. Uh, the full court press time. Full court press. I wish I could just, like, insert the uh, – Sneaker squeaks from like high school musical get your head in the game. Yeah. For the full court press segment, but that's just too much editing. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um do you want the Hawks or do you want the uh Timberwolves? Um let's do the Hawks. Let's do the Hawks. Get that out of the way. There was apparent tensions in the Hawks locker room on Friday after Love Trey it. Young skipped team shoot around for a shorter treatment. Love it. The story says Nate McMillan told Young that he could either come off the bench on Friday's game or not show up to the arena. Or not show up. Um Young did decide to skip the team uh skip the game. Um the report also says that there this isn't the first altercation between Nate McMillan and Trey Young. Love and it. Both have had multiple closed door meetings about several issues they have love it um so one, uh my question for this one this whole story yeah do you think trey do you think this is a trey young thing do you think this is a nate mcmillan thing and how where do they move on past this they're obviously not gonna get rid of trey young so you have to fire mcmillan right yeah 100 percent. if it keeps going to the point where they're at mm-hmm. from where it's irreparable yeah but do you think it's a nate mcmillan thing or a trey young thing it's a nate mcmillan thing uh, or it's a Trey Young thing, but they're never going to get rid of Trey Young, so it's going to be Nate McMillan's out. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's the that's the second question is very easily mm-hmm. answerable. They're not going to get rid of Trey Young for Nate McMillan, but yes, you do you think it's a Trey Young thing? Hundred percent, hundred percent has to be. Yeah. I Trey Young, he's a piece of crap. 
hell of a player. He ha- he can tell he has an attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to the point where it's like gonna be like fuck you. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I dude, I liked Trey Young when he first came to the league. Now yeah, I hate him. And then I hated him because of the Knicks series. Yeah, and I really, and then you hated him because of the the Heat series. But like we like <laughs> fucked on him. It's just like yeah, just yeah, yeah. Cry, like we bashed him, little like, like brat. It was like I didn't like brat. him. You were like eh on him. Yeah. And then after the Heat series, we were both collectively like askew. Yeah, the Knicks series. <laughs> the Knicks series. As a non Knicks fan, I didn't really care. But I was like kind of like mm-hmm. part of me. Whenever he like shushed the Garden, I thought that was cool. Yeah, but yeah. Also, like I saw on Twitter, there's a lot of Knicks fans on Twitter, so I saw a lot more like hate for Trey Young after that, mm-hmm. and I started agreeing a lot with all the stuff they're saying. Yeah, yeah he he is kind of a little whiny tootsie pop with fucking fuzz on top. Yeah, yeah dirty lollipop. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then like he just when every time the Heat play him, I was like, dude, this guy's annoying. Yeah, he's just a five second rule lollipop. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Trey Young's gonna destroy the Hawks. I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. Um, the only reason I like Trung at first because I think one of his first years I was on the Hawks and I was just he's my teammate. I was like, oh yeah, man, this is sick. Mm-hmm. Fuck him on two K. I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the next one is the Timberwolves. So Rudy Gobert got tossed versus the Thunder after he uh, was basically embarrassed by Kendrick Williams. <laughs> um, and after the play, he was on the ground. He Kendrick Williams tried to get up and he just straight up tripped him. Oh, uh, so he got flagged too and tossed. Yeah, yeah. D'Angelo yeah. Russell was also tossed late in that game. Ooh. And then Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Jalen Noel, and Kyle Anderson all got issued technicals during this game too. <laughs> so there's a shit. The the Thunder destroyed the Timberwolves, and mm. then two players got tossed and four got teed up. So it was very like showing like a brawl that frustrated. Almost. Yeah. Um. After the game, head coach Chris Finch said that the team has to be more mature, and they let their emotions get the best of them out there. The Timberwolves are definitely aren't playing good. Uh, they're not playing at the level they should be. They're currently sitting 11 and 12, 11th in the West. Um, the question really is to this whole story is, do you think that uh, the Timberwolves will turn it around? Um, do you think they will finish kind of the same spot that they're in now or last year, rather, when they're in the playing game fighting for their spot? Or do you think it's just kind of like a – yeah, do you think it's like a uh, – this, mm-hmm. this is a fluke that's happening right now? Yeah. Um, Which, if you – also, if you think it's a fluke, you can also – I mean, I kind of get how it's – if it would be because of um the – Their past history. No, I mean, just, like, just how they're, they're – uh, what am I trying to say? Their attitude in this game is, I think, a good example. Maybe they're just not, like – Motion. Yeah, maybe the motions mm-hmm. just aren't working. So, you know? I think – um. I think they'll probably like end up like where they're at now, playing tournament. They haven't really done much to impress me, um, especially like all they did in the off season was add. Yeah, like, and, and th- that team on paper seems really good. Yeah, that team like the roster they have is loaded and sky's the limit. They should just play the you know great walls of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And cat is hurt for six weeks, six eight weeks last week. Oh so god, well, he's, I, all, he's all around for a while. So still, still though, I think. I think Cat needs to be more of a leader on this team. I mean, he's like what six years in the league, something like that. Um, yeah, something like that maybe. Like he needs, and he's maybe. been with the team since he was drafted, obviously. So he mm-hmm. needs to step up and be a leader for these young bucks and you know wild card Rudy Gobert, um, who's newer on the team. And well, she hasn't I been feel like great, but and I feel like he's just not like a leader, take charge kind of guy because. The whole thing about his girl and the OnlyFans, and he's just like, yeah, it's awesome, man. Like, 
the thing with his girl and the Who, cat. Fan? Yeah, cat. I didn't hear this. Oh yeah, his like he's like he's a big time beta essentially. Uh, is it OnlyFans girl? Yeah, yeah. She fuck other dudes on it. I don't know for sure. That'd be funny. But that's what, and I, I just think he like he needs to take that leadership role, and he's not going to do it. And that's kind of why Look, I, I like Cat because I like Kentucky, and that's kind of why they're uh, they're going to like just kind of plateau at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. I, so I like Cat because I like Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, but he. He definitely has leadership issues. You're 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like he has attitude issues as well. Like uh, even going back to, uh, remember that time that Ben Simmons choked him out in Philly? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, like he was just like a whiny little bitch starting that fight against Embiid, and then yeah. like, he had to tap out against Ben Simmons. Now I think Ant can take that kind of leadership role, but he took a big step back after that whole. Uh, incident in the off season with the with, with the slurry dropped. Yeah, so like that was a big hit. And um, I think, and I also think he's too young to be have to take a leadership role. He's only a second exactly, year. Exactly. Yeah. And he kind of also has like a dickish personality as well. Mm. I don't think any of these people have the personality to yeah. be a leader. The other veteran on the team, D'Angelo Russell, obviously not a good team guy. He yeah, ratted but, out uh, Swaggy P to mm-hmm. uh, Iggy Azalea. If it wasn't for the Nets, this team would be the most toxic toxic team to me. I think so too, and I think I think that's why you're right. I think that's why they're going to be playing at best, just because they don't mesh. Yeah, yeah. Now, if they turn it around, hey, they have the talent where they can turn it around. Yeah, they do. And by turning it around, I think they can be not playing games, just get a regular playoff Mm -hmm. spot. Yeah, but I don't see them going a long run. And Rudy Gobert, I liked him on the Jazz, but there was issues between him and Spider. I you can't probably hit Gobert. Mm-hmm. Spider's already in a new team, and everyone seems like they're having a great time. They're playing good. Yep. Gobert left, and he's going to the other team, and now it's like kind of toxic yeah, and it's all shit. Ejected. So that kind of showed, like, whenever Gobert and Spider were like beefing, it was pretty much on Gobert, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, that's all I got for NBA. Do you want anything you want to add? Um, fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. All my homies hate Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know what? All right, fuck Marcus Morris. Hate Marcus Morris. <laughs> How's your boy uh, Jovic doing? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really heard about him. But <laughs> Nikola Jovic. Is now, I'm assuming because everyone's getting healthy, he's not yeah, playing yeah. that well. I mean, well, not, not playing that much. Good during like the span of injury to like. Well, I did say surmount his case. I think I said on the pod the the whenever he whenever he had his start, his first ever start, he got like dropped like 20 points. And like eight rebounds or something not like bad. that. Not bad at all. Yeah, let's see. Actually, I have him up. Um, he played an 11 games so far this season. He started six of them. And he's averaging six points per game. 2.5 rebounds. So not insane, but he's also a late first-round pick. Yeah, yeah. And Bam out of bias his first two years. They barely played him. He barely averaged mm-hmm. anything. But the fact that his first start, he did play really well. It's just his minutes. He's only averaging six minutes per game. Yeah. I'm pulling for He's him. He's not playing him yet. I'm pulling for him, but I also want to see him just, like, play with Joker. Yeah. Because that'd be you hilarious. That'd, that'd be stupid. But <laughs> but uh, I do have – I will say about him, put a pin in him for next year or the year after. Okay. Because that's how the Heat's been drafted in the last few years. Yeah. It's been like out. it's been like uh, first-round picks haven't – or like a wait-and-see guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like people like Bam, that worked out. People like Tyler Hero, it's working out. Mm-hmm. People like J- uh, Justice Winslow did not work out. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's kind of we'll see. We'll see. But he, we're not going to see much from him this year. All right. But all right. All right. Let's take it to the NFL. Go Heat. Talking dirty. All right. And let's get into the NFL. Leading off the week 13 recap. 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 Uh, first game here, we got the Packers versus the Bears. Uh, a little bit more contested than the Packers are usually used to, but it was 28 to 19. The Packers did win. We both had the Packers, both got that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then the Lurs. Lurs won 19 to 16, a little tight matchup with the Falcons. Um, we both had the Steelers. We both got that point. Did Kenny Pickett go without a turnover again? Yep. Nice. Cool. Uh, I think 197 passing. One passing touchdown, zero interceptions. Cool, zero cool, cool. Uh, then next up, we had the Vikings versus the Jets. Uh, the Vikings won 27 to 22. Um, Mike White threw for 57 times, so that's not good. But that's also not bad. It's good for Jet. It's good for the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pull up their stats. His stats, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he, he didn't do two, bad. Two picks, 369 yards, and 31 of 57. Let's see, let's see the fact that he's got three seven. The two picks bad, mm-hmm. but three, almost three seventy. But he's essentially chucking it up most of the game. Yeah. So like, you're gonna have those picks, and he kind of brought him in an opportunity to try to win the game late. Mm-hmm. Too. Like he he did good on that uh, last minute like yeah. drive. Um, so we both had the Vikings. We both got that point. Next up, one of the biggest beatdowns of the week. The Lions kicked the shit out of the Jaguars, mm-hmm. forty to fourteen. Mm-hmm. You had the Jags, I had the Lions, so I got that point. I did say I wasn't confident about that one. Eh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, Jared Goff, three hundred forty yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, one hundred fourteen yards and two touchdowns. So both the touchdowns going to St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, then next up, we have the Titans versus the Eagles, the AJ Brown revenge game. One of the wagers of the week last week. Yeah. Uh, AJ Brown did hit for two touchdowns, so that was mm-hmm. great. And the Eagles won 35 to 10, kicked the shit out of the Titans. We both had the Eagles. We both got that point. Absolutely. Then I'm taking it over to the Houston. We have a spread. We had the Browns versus the Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson's return to Houston. Uh, the Browns won 27 to 14. We had the line at 10 points, so I got the bonus point there. Which this is bullshit. Why? Because the Browns won 27 points, and none of which were by the offense, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the defense had a uh, special teams. They had two pick sixes and yeah. a, a punt return for 21 points. Yeah, like Deshaun Watson games. had a horrible game. Yeah, which we'll get to later. Yeah. later. But the offense for the Browns put up six points total. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. just sucks because the the under would have hit easily. Yeah, for sure. It's just. A, no, I was, I was sweating because yeah. Shannon was playing against uh, Deshaun Watson. So he's keeping me updated on the score of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to get that goddamn bonus point. But then mm-hmm. banned out for me. Um, next up, we had the Giants versus the Commanders. Uh, we had another tie. Commanders and Giants uh, tied at 20. Yeah. Real electric. I hate that. I did, too. I was yeah. watching it. I didn't realize they tied until like an hour later. <laughs> um, but we uh, both had the Steeler game went there after. We watched the end like the overtime, and I was like, this is so boring. Mm-hmm. Overtime was insanely boring. Yeah. Um, we both had the Giants, so we both didn't get that point there. Uh, next up, we have the probably shittiest game of the week: the Ravens versus the Broncos. The Ravens won ten to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Just hung on enough. Justin Tucker won it for him. Um, we both had the Ravens, though. We both got that point. 
And then uh, if it wasn't real quick. If it wasn't for the Browns defense, that would have been the worst game. Browns Texans because I'm I'm pretty sure at one point I looked at the score and it was like six to five Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like that is pitiful. Or seven to five <laughs> Browns. Like that is pitiful. Uh, and then next up, going over the four o'clock games, we had the 49ers versus the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins got a little bit humbled. The 49ers won 33 to 17. You had the 49ers. I had the Dolphins. So mm-hmm. you got that point. Yeah, big cock Brock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, came in. Looked pretty good. The team's, like, rallying behind him, too, for the future. Well, um, fun fact about him, mm-hmm. first uh, Mr. Irrelevant to play. Really? In a game, yeah. Or first, maybe first Mr. Irrelevant quarterback Yeah, to actually get into a game. But it might be this Mr. Irrelevant in general. Yeah. But he was Mr. Irrelevant with whatever draft he was drafted. <laughs> and he was the first one to play. Nice. That's crazy. Nice. Um, next up, we had the Seahawks versus the Rams. A little bit of a tightly contested match, but the Seahawks uh, held out on top to win 27-23. to 23. We both had the Seahawks, so we both got that point. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith's still writing back. Uh, next up, the Chargers versus the Raiders. Uh, Chargers stink or they're hurt. I don't know, but the Raiders won 27-20. We both had the Chargers. We both lost that point. Raiders are on a three-game win streak, I think. Let me fact-check that because I mm-hmm. think they are, too. Yeah, they are. You're right. Then uh, taking it over to probably game of the week, uh, Bengals versus the Chiefs. The Bengals won 27-24. to 24. Uh, I had the Bengals. You had the Chiefs, so I got that point. Mm-hmm. The Bengals have beat the Chiefs three times in the regular season. No, th- postseason two. Three times since Joe Burrow took season. over. Yeah. Yeah, since Joe Burrow. It's crazy. It's kryptonite. Yeah, they have the blueprints. Uh, and then taking it over to Sunday Night Football, another huge beatdown. Uh, Cowboys won 54 to 19. We both had the Cowboys, both got that point. It's sad whenever the losing team kneel- kneels out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's how bad it yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really watch this game because I didn't care. I started to. And yeah. Then I said, I'm good, actually. Once Jonathan Taylor scored for me to win fantasy, I was like, all right, I'm good. I was See watching, uh, I hit another big bet on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a odd boost. For Tony Pollard and Jonathan Taylor to rush 50 yards each. Yeah. Nice. So I was just keeping up with the game mm-hmm. until they each got 50. And I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. And then uh, Monday Night Football, we had the Saints versus the Buccaneers. The Saints fumbled the bag, and the Buccaneers came back to win in the last second, 17-16. to 16. We both had the Bucs, so we both got that point. Yeah. Um, I should have bet. I should have bet it. Mm-hmm. So I did bet the Saints plus four because I yeah. knew it doesn't happen. But I almost bet Saints cover, Bucks win, and I didn't. Ah, and that would have been huge. Yeah, that would have been huge. Um, but yeah, but so, I still won on the Saints bets. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So with that, that brings our grand total on points to one twenty-five to one twenty-one in favor of you. I'm talking about four, four points. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was be worse than that. I thought. No, yeah, because you got the. Uh, 49ers, Dolphins. Yeah. I got the Bengals, Chiefs, and the bonus point in the Lions. Yeah, so I was up seven, then now I'm up four. Mm-hmm. All right, not bad. I thought I was up six, but yep. you're right. But with that, let's take it over to the injury report. So we are currently watching the Thursday Night Football game. It is 13-3. to 3. Uh, The Raiders have possession. Uh, it's the two-minute warning in the first half. So um, we both picked the Raiders, so you know, a little teaser for the future there, but – Baker Mayfield's playing. That's kind of weird. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. But more on that later. Um, injury report, though. So, Rams Aaron Donald is out of this game. John Wofford was questionable, but he did end up playing. And Josh Jacobs was questionable, and he ended up playing. 
Um, Matt Stafford was placed on IR for a neck injury after the game last week, which led to the Rams picking up Baker Mayfield off of the waiver wire. Uh, and then other injuries. So 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is likely out for the remainder of the season. He has a slim chance to return for playoffs. I don't know. I'm hearing mixed things on this because he he didn't require surgery. Yeah, he didn't require surgery. But then Kyle Shanahan's coming out and saying it's very slim chance that he comes back this year. So I think I read eight weeks. Yeah, so I don't know. Eight weeks from then would be like around the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if you make it to Super Bowl run, with you're just going with whoever you have. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bills Von Miller, so he had that surgery uh, that uh, injury a couple weeks ago. He now did get surgery on that injury, and he is out for the remainder of the season. So tough look for the Bills defense, who's already kind of dealing with some injuries at the mm-hmm. moment. Uh, and then Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is considered week to week with a knee sprain. Um, John Harbaugh said that it's not likely that he starts this week against the Steelers, but who knows? You know, it's always I heard. It's I always it's, weird with might, divisional. Way my said it was like it's week to week. It's day to day, week to week. Yeah, yeah. Which like what the fuck? Yeah, just say <laughs> just say indefinitely, and I'll get pissed off even more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're doing a little switch up with our order here. We're gonna actually take it over uh, to uh, turn it over and. We're going to take it over to Turn around now, switch. guys, grandiose gangs. Just kind of continue with the recapping Whoa. of the week. What? Yeah, we have our top 10 here. So, obviously, a little bit of shakeups, but, you know, kind of what you would expect here out of the top 10. Number one, we have the Eagles. Since the Chiefs lost, they did get hit a couple of spots here. So, I have the Eagles at the number one spot because they have been dominating some good teams recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I have the Bills. They're back on the winning side of things. Um and, you know, the Bills. What else? What else to say? You know? Mm-hmm. Number three, I have the Chiefs. Tough loss, but, you know, it's against the Bengals, who have been on the up recently. And also, they have been struggling against the Bengals over the last two years, like we said. And they didn't really get crushed. They only lost by three points, but they're still definitely a powerhouse in the NFL. So I can't really, like, take them off the list justifiably. I get that. Number four, I have the Vikings. They are just winning close games constantly. Mm-hmm. Um,. I'd like to put them lower, but, like, their record's so good. Like, I don't know. There, there, There's a point where, like, I don't know if it's luck or if it's talent, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, luck's got to run out at some point. Uh, number five of the Cowboys, uh, another dominating team right now in the NFL. Uh, they're beating up on bad teams. So, like, they're doing exactly what they need to do. Which, the Vikings aren't a bad team, and they beat the shit out of the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um. Then number six out of the 49ers, they've been one of the hottest teams in the NFL since the Christian McCaffrey trade. Then number seven, I have the Dolphins. Uh, You know, they did take a little bit of a hit after their loss to the 49ers, Um, but I still think they'll be okay because their wide receiver duo is just insane with the speed. Yeah, two is pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. Then number eight, I have the Bengals. Real quick, I think that might have been the two's first loss. The season. It was to his first loss of the season. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Number eight, I have the Bengals. Uh, you know, beating the Chiefs kind of surmounts you into the top ten list. And they've been on the up, even with Jamar Chase out, it was a problem, and now he's back. Then number nine, I have the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith's still writing back. That's pretty much all there. And then number ten, I have the Ravens. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough with those bottom ones sometimes, but so many of like the so many of those teams like around the Ravens level lost, so I just put the Ravens at ten. Yeah, I you know, the Titans lost, the Commanders uh 
and Giants tied, so I was like, I'm not going to give it to a tie. Mm-hmm. So I actually agree with this list completely. Completely? The only thing I could see is Cowboys-Vikings swap. And maybe Bengals-Dolphins swap. That's the only thing I could debate on that. Hmm. I, the Cowboys-Vikings, I get. Everything else I don't. I, I'm, I think I'm cool with right. how it is. Um, well, with that, do you have some weenies you'd like to discuss with the group? Hi, guys. <laughs> weenies of the week. <laughs> um, so this week is actually kind of tough. But I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm cool with my my three I picked. It's tough at first to pick figure out which three I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just start with number three. I have Kyle Allen. Yeah. Um, so he replaced Davis Mills two games ago. In those two games, he had two touchdown passes, four interceptions. Two of the four interceptions came last week versus the Browns, which were pick sixes. <sighs> Both interceptions were pick six. So half of his interceptions in the last two games were pick sixes. Mm-hmm. So realistically, he threw four touchdowns, just two to the other team. Um, but they did just announce today that Davis Mills is take, coming back in as a starter. So Kyle Allen had uh, one more kind of chance to prove, that, like, hey, I'm a good backup. Keep me around everywhere else. Yeah, for sure. And he just straight up sucked. So uh, we need the week right now. Uh, number three is Kyle Allen. It was weird to me that they made that call. I mean – I understand that, See, you know. I would have played Davis Mills through the whole thing. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Because, like, it's not like Kyle Allen's, like, a rookie that we don't know anything about. Like, we've yeah. seen Kyle Allen play before, and we know what you're going to get out of He's that. He's a good backup. Good backup. That's, mm-hmm. it. That's it. Davis Mills isn't great either, but at the same time, Derek Carr's not good either. Jesus Christ, what was that? I don't know, but that was Bobby Wagner, wasn't it? Maybe. Damn, I wanted that field goal. Yeah, uh, yeah that's not Bobby Wagner. Bobby yeah. Wagner's 45. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, if you don't, we're talking about look at the end of the second half, sorry, second quarter, and the Rams Raiders. He looked like he tripped on nobody, and just threw a little blue. No, back. Derek Carr was getting hit as he threw. It, it, I thought that first, but it kind of looked at the replay. It kind of looked like he was tripped. <laughs> mm. um, all right, number two. Speaking of this game, is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, so he did get picked up by the Rams, but he got cut by the Panthers. Yeah, it's you tough have look. to be a weenie if you get cut by the Panthers. Yeah, and you were saying before that that he was the best quarterback on that roster. I I still stand by that. So far this season, he uh, since threw for thirteen hundred yards, uh, which is thirty second in the league. Okay, six touchdowns still 31st, makes him a starter. Thirty first in the league, six interceptions, tied for tenth best. And then, like, I mean, like, by best, I mean, like, most interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't even play all the games. In fact, he's top ten for interceptions, and he hasn't even st- played all the there's games. There's a lot That's of – there's some good names on and the interception his list, His QBR though. earlier today was 18.3, which is awful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand he's bad. I still think he was the better option between Sam Darnold, though. Sam Darnold played last week, played pretty good, and That's Panthers funny. like, all right, let's cut him. Regardless, they're going to draft someone this year, so it doesn't really matter who the yeah, quarterback is this yeah. time. But – Baker weenie getting cut by the. I mean, Panthers. I understand the weenie, the weeniness. I understand it. Like, dude, they picked Sam Darnold over you. Yeah, I get because you suck. I get it, but I just I'm rooting for Baker. I mean, I, I'm I'm not I'm not big anti Baker guy right now. Yeah, since he left the Browns, since he's off the Browns, I'm guys mm-hmm. kind of rooting for him. He's just a weenie. He sucks. Like I just feel bad for him. If he starts killing it in this Rams, I'll be fine with it. But yeah, whatever. And number one, kind of attached with Baker. Always Baker's always gonna be number two to this guy, um, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, that's that good. That's another I like reason that. I put Baker <laughs> on the list too. 
He'll always be number two to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson mainly finally made his debut for the Browns versus Old Demon Houston. Um, at his game, I mentioned it last week, uh, he had 10 accusers uh, in the stands <laughs> uh, rooting against him. Uh, oh. We mentioned last last week that he was going to have some accusers there. 10 showed up. Um, That's... And he straight up just sucked. He, he threw for 131 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. It was bad. He looked very Whoa, bad. Wait, 131 yards. How much was his contract? No, more than that. It was like, what, 230 mil? Yeah. 30 divided by 131. So, oh, wait, wait. 230. Uh, he was getting hit. Never mind. One, two, I, three. He, I looked like one, two, Derek three. Carter's trip. He definitely was getting hit. Divided by 131. So, each passing yard he threw in that game, according to the Browns, was worth $1,755,725. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand you're going to get the rust off, but, like, I don't know, man. That was just bad. I, I do give credit to Stefanski in that for being like, hey, let's just run the ball finally. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, normally the Browns would just keep throwing it yeah. and they'd lose the game. They'd try to power through it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, the only reason the Browns won that game is because that defense completely bailed them out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, that's actually got front winning. So, number three, Kyle Allen. Number two, Baker Mayfield. Number one, Deshaun Watson. All right. All right. Well, with that, let's take it over to the uh, gut-wrenching moments. I actually forgot about those. I, was, mm-hmm. I, should, I should probably do those, too. Um, so, last week, I only had a couple. I actually um, had one, too, Dad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That makes it three. Um, so, did you see Tom Brady celebrating the win over the Saints? I did not. Oh, dude, I got to show you this. Look at, look you, at you how... You talk about it. I'll look it up. Look at how dainty. It's on Levitard show. He hops into I don't know who the guy is, uh, and you just see his leg like almost straddle the guy. Isn't that that one? Uh, uh, it's not Julio, is it? No, it's a lineman. What's that? Starts with a W. Uh, who's hurt? Worf, I know Vita Vey. Worf. No, I don't know. The one lineman who's really good. I think I don't know. Either way, though, he he almost like hopped into his arms like the Notebook. <laughs> dude, that was very. Bad. I was like, dude, that's cringe. Um, and then did you see the flop? The de- the Bengals defender pulled. I didn't see that one either. Okay, I got that for you too. Worfs, Tristan Worfs, is that who that was? Maybe. So the Bengals essentially were doing a sub on the play where the Chiefs. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And you you could see the Bengals players running onto the field to you know relieve the other players so they could do the switch. And then the time the play clock was taken down, so the Bengals defender just decided to flop an injury. Yeah, that's definitely him. Just to oh. get away with it. Look at the hair. Oh yeah, for that, sure. That was Tristan worse. Yeah, that was that was a very that's smart. It was smart, but it was very cringe mm-hmm. to see like when the camera's on you like that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like, come on, man. Yeah. Oh jeez. But then what's your what's your uh, gut wrenching moment? Okay. So b- people have been doing it the last few weeks, but we had another fake injury touchdown celebration with Madison. Yeah. He fake pulled a hammy, went to the ground, then started doing that TikTok thing where they do like the they're on all fours and do like the back twerk thing. That's bad car. Like I feel like you're gonna get yeah, hurt after that. Someone you know? else did it the last couple of weeks. I think two other guys did it. Mm-hmm. But this one I saw on Twitter, like, dude, this one actually got me. Like a lot of people yeah. actually thought it was. <laughs> um then this one's not really got this one's not cringy. Yeah. I thought it was funny. But uh Jason Kelsey showing up to the Eagles game dressed as the brother from Fifty First Dates. Uh, Rudy's character. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. with like the crop top, see through crop top, yeah, and the hat funny. and shades. That was very funny. Mm-hmm. That, so it's not really gut wrenching moment. It's more of just like of a wacky moment of the week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. All right, let's take it over to the headlines from the week. Um, 
First up, the Falcons announced that Desmond Riddler will take over as the Falcons quarterback for the remainder of the season. I like this move. I mean, you pretty much I mean, I don't know. You're kind of just accepting that the Bucks are winning the division at that point. Yeah, this is this is a we gave up on the season mm-hmm. move because See what the uh, can do. I think I think Desmond Ritter is going to be good. Mm-hmm. But he is very much the type that hey, let's not play him the whole first year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Miles, at this point, nothing else is left to really lose. Really, what if he turns it on and the Falcons make the playoffs? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Mariota serviceable enough. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, you're not doing much with that team anyway. Yeah. The only way that that team really turns it around at this point is mm-hmm. if Desmond Ritter turns out to be like the next Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, for sure. But that's the only way. Um, and then, the, as we mentioned, the Panthers cut quarterback Baker Mayfield this week shortly after he was claimed by the Rams, who did end up starting this week. He is playing. Uh, Wofford came in, played like two drives, didn't do anything. They were down third, or 10 to nothing, and they just brought Baker Mayfield in for it. Um but they're currently losing thirteen to three at half, I think. Because mm-hmm, yeah. their course interception. Um, then next up, former Bills punter Matt Ariza will not be charged in his alleged gang rape accusations. <laughs> He's almost a weenie of the week, but yeah, I already talked about him. I think whenever you had the, mm-hmm. uh, the I think you might have had him as a weenie of the week when that was when the season started. Oh, uh, gotcha. So I think you, you brought up when we talked about it. Uh, and then OBJ watch. So OBJ visited the Cowboys and was pretty close to a done deal. He was actually seen at the uh, Mavericks game with Micah Parsons and uh, uh, Diggs. What's what's the Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs? Yeah. Um, so everybody's thinking it was Cuban. Yeah, everybody thinks it was like a done deal, but then apparently there uh, rose some concerns about his availability in 2022. Apparently his ACL recovery is not going the best. He could be looking to play again in 2023. That was just from the Cowboys. I heard from the Giants visit. It went well. So I don't know. Maybe he gets signed and it's all good with his injury. Maybe the Cowboys just weren't interested and used the injury as an out. Um, But either way, I don't know. It's up in the air on OBJ coming back uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that kind of sucks Mm because I was hoping he'd be good, but oh well. Yeah. And then uh, with the Saints-Bucks game, Tom Brady led the Buccaneers to a victory with a comeback win in the fourth quarter. This is Tom Brady's 44th comeback in the fourth quarter to win, breaking the tie with Peyton Manning. Trivia, can you name the top ten quarterbacks to do this? Fourth quarter comebacks? Fourth quarter comebacks. Brady has 44, Manning has 43. You know all of these people. I have a weird feeling that Ben Roethlisberger is on this list. No. He is number three at 41. Okay. I was going to say, I, he had a lot of fourth quarter mm-hmm. comebacks. Mm-hmm. Um, is Aaron Rodgers on this list? No. Because I just thought, uh, every, everyone always says you give Rodgers so much time on the clock, so mm-hmm. I just figured that would be him. Is his Green Bay Packer brother in on that list? No. No? No, he's just outside, actually. Okay, okay. So, on two strikes, got one right. <laughs> um... um Okay, so two, strikes. two of these, the are, two of these are active players. Ooh. Um. One, two. One, two. So two are like recent retirements, and then the other ones they're just you'll you'll know. Is Drew Brees one? Drew, Drew Brees is number five with thirty six. Philip Rivers on there. Philip Rivers is number ten okay. with twenty nine. So I'll give you the tie for him because he was tied with somebody for eleven. Like because he was Philip Rivers was ten. This guy was okay. ten too. Uh, Tarkenton was twenty nine. Who? Fran Tarkenton. Oh, okay. He had twenty nine as well. I wouldn't have gotten that at all. Mm-hmm. So the two active I think are going to be. Um, 
I'm thinking of older quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I said Aaron Rodgers, and you said no. So I'm gonna next go to Stafford. Yes, and then, Stafford is seven on the list with uh, oh wait, six on the list with thirty four. And then one more right active. Mm-hmm. One more active. I kind of want to say Ross. No. <sighs> okay, who was it? Matt Ryan with thirty eight. Matt Ryan. I forgot. He's so fucking shitty. I forgot he was active. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Unitas with 34, Dan Marino with 33, John Elway with 31. Damn. Were the ones you missed. Yeah. I thought you'd get that. I mean, I did pretty That's good. why I went with all of them, because I thought you would know, like, all of them. I should have got Matt Ryan. I should have got... Marino. Yeah. Elway. Yeah. Unitas, maybe not. No. The only one I thought you wouldn't get was Tarkenton, so that's why I kind of, like, put it in there as the tie, like... Mm-hmm. But what's the trivia question? How many did I have to try to get all of them? Yeah, can you name the top ten quarterbacks oh. with fourth quarter wins, comeback wins? I even guess Marino because after the hint, you said it's too recently retired, too active. Yeah, yeah, and then there was more, but I, I guess I wasn't counting. It was poorly organized. Right, cause I, I, I would have guessed Marino probably yeah, if I was yeah. thinking about it. But, all right, that's not bad. I like, I like trivia questions, so keep it coming. Oh, I have a trivia. Oh, by this, I mean I was heard. I heard a trivia question. Okay, and I was totally on like, dude, it's this person. Yeah, and I, it just straight up wasn't. Okay. Um, so the first game that Josh Allen was a rookie on the Bills, who started over him? Who was Week One starter Josh Allen's rookie season for the Bills? Not Josh See, Allen. I want to say Tyrod. Okay. But I don't think it's Tyrod. Who is it? Because I thought it was Tyrod. Because mm-hmm. I incepted myself to thinking yeah. Tyrod Taylor set up Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, all these quarterbacks, and I thought that was the case. But it wasn't. A Tyrod, I think, replaced this guy, maybe. Was it? This guy was week one, I think Tyrod took over. And then Josh Allen took over. Is it like a common... No, it's a backup. He's still in the league. He's a backup. Oh, he's still in the league. Um, I think it was the Bills around that time. Fuck. I can also just give you a hint. Andrew, just give it to you because it's just a little bonus thing. Give me a hint. Most interceptions in a half. This was getting with. This was as he was on this. Oh, uh, Peterman. Nate Peterman. Yeah. Nate Peterman was week one starter on that team. Damn, that's crazy. But I always thought it was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I always thought it was Tyrod Taylor. That's Tyrod nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's then uh so the person on the trivia thing I was watching, mm-hmm. uh, they had to uh call a friend to get the answer and it, they called <laughs> they called Big Cat and Big Cat said I think it's Nate Peterman. Uh okay. But the answer they're gonna go with before that was EJ Manuel. I was like, that's Ooh, not a bad guess. That's a good guess. That's yeah. not a bad guess, but I, when they're saying EJ Manuel, that's a good I was name. like, No, it's Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. And then I then it was just because week one starter was Peterman. Gotcha. So I was like very mind okay. mind blown about that. Last thing I had for headlines though, the Pro Bowl will feature an AFC versus NFC flag football match. Snooze. Mm-hmm. Big snooze on that. However, the coach of the NFC will be Eli Manning and the AFC coach will be Peyton Manning. All for that. Mm-hmm. All for that. That'll be awesome. But I'm not watching because it's flag football. But I feel like no one really watched anyways. Any, so well, they should do like the NBA does, like skill games. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's well, what they, they should do. They, not a flag they, I think football game. Well, I still think they. I still think they are. They better. They did every year before this too. Yeah. They did like dodgeball. They did the quarterbacks hitting the moving targets and the targets for award uh, points thing. Mm-hmm. They did. They did a bunch of different little games. Yeah. Yeah. The last few years, so I'm sure they'll do that again. But I actually watched all those in years past, but never care about the game. Gotcha. Sad, sad fun fact. I feel like the last, the first and last Pro Bowl game I watched in a long time was when uh, 2020, whenever Kobe died. It was during the game Kobe announced Kobe died. Was that with Big Ben? Was he in that? No. Uh, TJ was in it. TJ returned a punt or something. Uh, like that. Okay. Remember that? Or a fumble? Oh, yeah, because they interrupted the game. It was during the game yeah, that Kobe yeah. died. And so they talk, started talking about the broadcast. Mm-hmm. And the whole second half was just talking about Kobe. Yeah. But yeah. that I didn't watch Pro Bowl for maybe five to six years before that. And I haven't watched anything with it since. But that was like, I remember just being super hungover as a Sunday, laying in my bed watching the Pro Bowl. And then I saw on Twitter, Kobe died. I was like, no way. Then they started talking about the broadcast. Like, what? Yeah, dude. That was like a shock to me. That was crazy. Yeah. That's um, crazy. That, that was January 2020 because, yeah, that was before COVID. Mm-hmm. Right before COVID. Yeah. Um, but let's take it over to playoff picture. Um, so we have three clinching scenarios for some of the top teams in the NFL right now. So in week 14, the Chiefs can clinch the AFC West with a win and a Chargers loss. Okay. I think that one's very likely. Um I don't even know who the Chargers are playing, and I think it's very likely. Then we have the Vikings can clinch the NFC North with a win or a tie. So they pretty much are locked up for the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the Eagles. They can clinch a berth with a win or a tie or a 49ers and Seahawks loss. So those are your clinching scenarios. Uh, the Chargers are playing the Dolphins. Yeah, definitely. Um, Sunday night football. Definitely, even more so. Um AFC, if the season ended today, we would have number one seed, the Bills. They would have the bye week. Mm-hmm. Number two, we'd have the Chiefs. Three, we'd have the Ravens. Four, we'd have the Titans. Wild card teams, we'd have five Bengals, six Dolphins, and seven Jets. So we'd have Jeff, Jets versus Chiefs. That'll be abysmal. Then we'd have Ravens versus Dolphins. Revenge game for the Ravens, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That could be a fun one, though. And then Titans versus Bengals. Which I'd take Bengals. I'd probably rematch take, from last year. I'd probably take Dolphins, and then Chiefs. Yeah, Bengals, Dolphins, Chiefs. I'd honestly rather the Dolphins take the Bengals than have Chiefs Bengals in the playoffs. Dolphins, Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no Dolphins, Ravens. I mean, wait, what am I thinking of? I oh, never mind. We need the Bengals to be the Jets spot. Never mind. Disregard. Okay. Um, but it is huge for the Bills to be the bye. Uh, I think the Bills, if they want to win this year, they need a every game at home. For sure. Like, just just not because of the crowd. The crowd's crazy. Bills Mafia's crazy. But having teams come play against the elements like that. I mean, there's some teams from cold weather like, cities here, but That's the Buffalo cold is way different. Yeah. Imagine the Dolphins coming in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. That, coming in yeah, January to the Buffalo. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be – it's an easy dub for the Bills, you yeah. know? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, over the NFC, though, if the season ended today, we'd have the Eagles as the one seed, as expected. Vikings as the two seed, as expected. 49ers for the three seed. Buccaneers for the four seed. And then for the wild card teams, we have the Cowboys, Giants, and Seahawks. So we'd have Eagles with the bye, Vikings versus Seahawks. I don't know on that one. That's a fun one. Uh, Vikings sh- or should win. Should. Game. They should. But Gina Smith. Depends on the time of, day, of the game. For yeah. me. 
Um, then we have 49ers versus Giants, taking the 49ers, and then Cowboys versus Buccaneers. I'd love to take the Cowboys there, but I feel like the Bucks always beat the shit out of the Cowboys. It's 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 weird. It's like the it's Bucks so weird. The Bucks aren't good. Mm-hmm. They have been in the past. They're not good, but they've always beat the Cowboys. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's your playoff picture. Uh. Let's take it over. Do you have any wagers? We'll wait till the uh, game comes up. Okay. How about okay, that? Okay. That's a new new format. We'll just put. We'll All do right. the wagers. So I'm confused watching this game. Is SoFi is inside. It's optional. Okay, you can, so you can go open or closed. Every kickoff so far this game, they've been having a holder for it, and um, the one kickoff they didn't for the Rams, they did like a squib kick. So is it like super windy in there in uh, LA? I don't know. That's but why weird. would you not close the dome then at that point? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. Um, but yeah, let's go into pickums, and then I'll just throw my wager when that game comes up. Um, first game, one o'clock. We have the well. First of all, we both have the Raiders this game. Mm-hmm. First game, one o'clock. We have the Vikings in Detroit. The Lions are two point favorites. What? So I read a stat. This I was looking oh, at wager stats. I was looking <laughs> at wager stats. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact stat, but the mm. last time uh, a f- under five hundred team. Was favorited against a like two loss team. Uh, I think it was like the Michael Vick Falcons won, and they won. They they won twenty four nothing. That's so weird though. Yeah, I, I didn't find like the I know the Lions there. are like a good offense, but like the Vikings are a better offense for sure. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, there's the defense question marks with the Vikings, but it's not like Detroit's home field advantage is that like crazy of an advantage. Yeah, I can't remember what my. What'd you say? It's a four point. Um, it's a two point. Two. Point. All right, here, here, I'll pull, pull this out. The five and seven Lions are favored over the ten and two Vikings this week. Over the last twenty years, eighty nine teams have been in under five hundred straight up and been listed as a favorite over the team with a win percentage of eighty percent or higher. And only eight times out of the eighty nine times, uh, of those games have been played in December or later. The last time a team with a starting quarterback with 87, 80% or more win percentage was an underdog versus a team with under 500, whatever, straight up in December. The Falcons, 9 2 Falcons in 2004, behind Michael Vick, were one and a half point fate underdogs to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were 4 and 7, and the Bucs won 27 to nothing. I don't like these stats. So the last time. Are you going Lions? Is this what you're doing? Are you doing no, it? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm matching you. I don't, I'm I don't going like this Vikings game here. Now. But, like, like that – so the rest of the stats were, like, all right, that's, like – the last time this happened was 2004. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's not – the underdog doesn't win. Yeah. It's just yeah. the fact that the last time it was 2004 is a blowout. Yeah. I'm going the Vikings, however. Yeah. I can see this being a very close game. A very, For sure, Vikings yeah. love playing close games. I can see it being Lines close. Lions are hot. <laughs> I think the Vikings are just a better team overall, and they should win. No, I I agree. It'll be a very close game. I just can't justify not picking the Vikings here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next next game. one o'clock game. We have the Jaguars in Tennessee versus the Titans. Ooh. Titans are four point favorites. I'm going with the Titans. I am also going with the Titans because Jaguars Jaguars will have a good game, but no one can know. It's They'll happening. lose by 14 points, but it'll be yeah, a high that, scoring no one, 14. No point one loss. can or will know when the Jaguars are. Ready mm-hmm. to have a good game. That, there's, they just come randomly. I'm thinking like, 
<laughs> it's like I think in like thirty four to twenty points. Okay. Thirty four to twenty points Titans win. Derrick okay. Henry goes off. But the Jags have like, you know, some good moments too, but just mm-hmm. not enough. You know? Mm-hmm. You know would be great? What? I don't, I don't like injuries. And I like Derrick Henry. Well, if he gets banged up for a few weeks. And the Titans will be fine. They'll win their division. They'll still be like the playoffs. Yeah, and true. Nick, he gets banged up, sits out for the rest of the season. And then comes and back, back strong. The playoffs. I feel like he's a guy, though, that but you just... you know why I'm saying that? Yeah. Because of how many boys. Oh, uh, yeah. In our fantasy <laughs> league, he, that means he's just out of it. True, true. I, I, I do think that Derrick Henry's a guy that just needs to keep playing. Play through the injury. Like, he just, like, he just needs to keep the wheels moving. Like once he's he's like a tra- he's like a locomotive. If like you stop, know. he's not gonna get back going. Exactly, it's, it's gonna, gonna take him like two weeks to get mm-hmm. back going. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, the next one o'clock game, we have the Eagles in New York versus the Giants. The Eagles are seven point favorites. Eagles, yeah, yeah, Eagles. I, I, I can see it being closer than most Dude, would assume. But Baker is stinking up a storm right now. All right, all right. He's doing so bad. Okay. He started off like three yeah, for four. Bad. I want to say. Now he's three for eight. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad quarterback. I know. Um, no, I mean, I once again, I'm rooting for Baker too, man. <laughs> it's just the fact that you're like saying, like, oh, you should put Panthers weenies over Baker. They cut their best quarterback. Um, well, I mean, they went out and got him, and then yeah, they cut him. Yeah, like when after they after really he don't have like honestly, if you're trying to tank, just start Baker then. Mm-hmm. It's true. Next game, we got your Jets. Versus the Buffalo Bills in oh, Buffalo, the oh. Bills are ten point favorites. Oh, that's too high, but yeah, Jets Bills. cover, Bills win. Yeah, Jets covers, Bill win. Last, they're not losing to the Jets again. Josh Allen, I think, is true. Have yeah, they did lose already. Yeah, yeah, he, it's gonna be a revenge one for the Bills. Mm-hmm. They're gonna come out guns a blazing. Um, next game we have the Browns in Cincinnati versus the Bengals. The Bengals are five and a half point favorites. Mm. I'm pretty sure Joe Burrow has never beat the Browns. I did hear this too. He's yeah. never beaten the Browns. Mm-hmm. I have, and you know it would be like I would also fuckery for Deshaun Watson to like just turn it around this game too. Yeah, I'm very tempted to take the Browns. I'm not going to. Same mm-hmm. thing with the Lions. The stats point out I should. Yeah. But it's just the Bengals are a way more complete team than the Browns. The Browns defense is not good. Oh, for sure, yeah. And but but this, it's the it's the fact that the, this, the Joe Burrow has never beat the Browns it makes me like second guess myself, kind of. I'm gonna go Browns. I'm gonna go roll with the stats. I need the miracles. Give me the Bengals. He's due. He's due. I mean, this is kind of the same thing with. Mm-hmm. Last week when I took the Chiefs versus the Bengals. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Chiefs never beat the Bengals. Like, We're either way, but honestly, looking ahead, we might not have a lot of differences. So, All right. That's fine. Next game, we have the Texans versus the Cowboys Ooh. in Dallas. Oh. Cowboys, 17.5-point favorite. Oh. Is That's, it your turn? It is my turn. Okay. Dude. It, I wouldn't want to touch this one first, either. though. It's unfair, dude. The yeah, because the there's Texans, no way it's the 17. The Texans get paid to play football, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is... I'm going 17, exactly. You're going 17, exactly? Yeah. The be- the Cowboys have been blowing teams they out. They have been, too. I just don't want to go too high. In, I mean, I know it's not much of a distance, but in is it, it's in Dallas. Yeah. No, can I change before you say it? No. I'm going to keep 17, actually. 
I'll, I'll allow you to change if you want to, because I no, don't know. I'm going to go 17. Because honestly, bit, I don't like the line you set. So. I was going to go a little bit higher, but then I was like, there's no way they won by. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't go higher, because I'll definitely – I'm going to go under – just because I can't logically justify going higher than 17 points. But <laughs> I mean, the Texans are so They've bad. been almost covering in these games, though, like that we've been doing these spreads. Yeah. Like they are definitely like better than what Vegas is putting them at. Definitely. But it's so, just the Cowboys. The Cowboys beat the Colts. What was it? 50 something? 54 to 19. Yeah. And the week before, they that was a close one, but they only because the Giants backdoor covered. Then before that, the, they won forty to three. Like they've been blowing these teams out lately. Well, who wait? Who was the forty to three team? The Vikings. The Vikings. And the next yeah. week, the Giants. They were winning by fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. And then the, the Giants, Giants backdoor back. covered with like twelve seconds left. So they, they only lost by eight. So they've been blowing teams out. So the way I look at that is the Vikings. That's reputable. That's you know I I respect that mm-hmm. the um, Giants hey they came back in the cover that still says you know seventeen points is way too much for me yeah. at that point oh, yeah and then for the Colts the Colts are just abysmal man like they don't have anything going for them offensively like I think that makes sense that the Giants will put up that many points I'd give the Texans a better offense than the Colts the Colts should be better with, with on paper. Davis Mills yes yeah. And Davis Mills is back. Mm-hmm. So. I get that. All right. Last one o'clock game. We have the Dirty Birds in Pittsburgh versus the Stellars. Here we go. Stellars. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl in a couple of years. Yeah. I'm obviously going to steal this. I'm not going to talk about it. I am going to the game. Mm-hmm. I do have all my money in my uh, sports book right now on the Steelers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I... I'm mad because I went to go put as soon as they came up on Monday. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put all my, put all the money I have in here right now on them. Mm-hmm. And they were one point underdogs, and then they officially ruled Lamar out, and now they're two point favorites. But I got them at one and a half, so the odds flipped on me. So I'm not getting as much as the payout as I should be. But mm-hmm. um, by all the money I'm in my sports, I mean not my like bank account. See. You're rooting for Huntley this week, so you kind of are rooting for the Ravens. I'm in a shitty bye week situation in fantasy football, and I'm in a winning winning get-in situation for playoffs for fantasy. I picked – to avoid Daniel Jones against the Eagles, I picked up fucking Huntley on the waiver wire, so I'm banking on him. I have Mark Andrews. I'm banking on him. And I have – I picked up J.K. Dobbins because otherwise I have the Jets back up against the Buffalo Bills, which I don't like that one. So – you need the Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens just so I don't you have, have to. You have to. Ra- you yeah. need the Ravens to win. Because so. honestly, if I lose fantasy, I don't. I just want to be like, yeah, I lost picks too. Mm-hmm. You know, on that one. So, yeah, I'm going Ravens. It's a bad week for everything. I hate it, but I'm essentially a Ravens fan this week. That's fine. I mean, I. You could have. You've picked against the Steelers on like. Consistently. With no, with, no, with nothing like this. Like, this is like a. Yeah. Good reason. Yeah. Arguably. Um. All right. The four o'clock games, you have four oh five. The Chiefs versus the Broncos, aka Wiedersides Wager of the Week mm-hmm. matchup. Okay. Um so the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. Uh my quick stats on wagers. 
The under is 11 and 1 in the Broncos games this season. Um, right now, the over under for the Chiefs Broncos is 44, which is a lot of points for a Broncos offense. So, <laughs> because um, they're giving Chiefs whatever, some things. Also, Patrick Mahomes is 14 and 0 on the road versus the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is 9 and 5 against the spread. Okay. I am going to take the under. I may parlay it. The Chiefs money line ain't going to do anything for me. True. Yeah. So I might do an alternate spread because I think nine and a half is also a lot of points. I think they should get that easily. But just to make the little wager a little bit better, I'm going to give the. I'll give them six and a half, seven. Broncos? Or the line, you mean? Yeah, I'll make the line seven on it, and I'll probably bet that. So instead of being minus 100, I'll probably be like minus like 150, 160. Okay. Yeah, so that's my wager of the week. I like so the Chiefs basically the Chiefs and the under is my pick. What how many did the Chiefs have to win by six? Seven? Yeah. Okay. Seven or higher. Right now the line's nine yeah, and a half. That's I, yeah, that's easy. That's easy money. Actually, no, I'm gonna take fuck, I'm gonna take the Chiefs nine and a half. Fuck it. Chiefs win by ten. I, I, I can see I the think, Chiefs win by ten. I, I can see them winning by ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah. Um So Patrick Rams nine five against the spread, but fourteen and zero versus the Straight up, straight up. I just don't want to bet the money. I'm assuming you're literally no odds. On the picks too. No, yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, next game, four twenty-five. We have the Bucks versus the 49ers. The 49ers are three and a half point favorites, and it's in San Fran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 49ers for me. Uh, I am also too going big 49ers. cock rock. Yeah, I mean, I don't even care about like the quarterback situation. That I mean, defense is so good. The defense is so good. And everyone and around him on offense. Could make him good. Yeah, yeah. I think it will be, it will be close. Like Vegas is indicating, though. Mm. I, yeah. I mean that offense, Forty Niners. Mm-hmm. You you can put fucking me. And out when there. did Jimmy Garoppolo get knocked out? Early. Yeah. Can we pull even the stats more, even more from if, last game. If you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, I have them right here. Um, to Brock Purdy. So Garoppolo only threw four times. So it was very early. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's Bur- Purdy was twenty five for thirty seven, two ten, two touchdowns, one interception. Now it is like one of those things where you weren't planning to play against that guy. It wasn't in the script. Mm-hmm. However, I still think he's but it's, it's good enough for this team. Once again, if you're good enough to make the NFL, even if you're mystery relevant, mm-hmm. if you give him a good offensive line, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. uh. You're going to – what's it called? You're going to be good. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. It really doesn't matter who you are. As long as you're an elephant uh, uh, NFL uh, caliber quarterback, you'll be fine. Gotcha. Um, next 425 game, your Carolina Panthers versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are four-point favorites, and it's in Seattle. I mean, Seahawks. Yeah. I think four points is egregious. I think it should be way more than that. It is. It's like it's one of those weird ones. From East Coast to West Coast, mm-hmm. the Panthers are trash going to Seattle, which is one of the hardest places to play in the league. Twelfth man. And it's only a four point favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I might do an alternate spread on this game and give the, the Seahawks seven points. Honestly. Not a bad idea. And finally wrapping up Sunday night football, we have the Dolphins in LA versus the Chargers. The Dolphins are three point favorites. Uh I'm going Dolphins. I don't care Same. East Coast to West Coast. Same. And finally, the Monday night football game, we have the Patriots in Arizona versus the Cardinals. The Patriots are one-and-a-half-point favorites. In Arizona. In Arizona. I, I, 
they're they're my new crack team. The Cardinals. Yeah, just because I have D Hop. And so I just mm-hmm. I'm just like, dude, they're gonna win this way. They're gonna do good. And just because I want D Hop to do good, but like they never do. But I'm still gonna go with them. I need D Hop to do good, so I'm gonna keep riding with the Cardinals. Yeah, I, the Cardinals are very weird this season. Um they're like losing all their games, but it's like not too terrible of losses sometimes here. They blow the games. It's like Yeah, yeah. Um I do need a swing of points. I'll go I'll go Patriots. I'm cool with that. I it's just it's tough to pick the Cardinals. It, and I'm it, not a big fan of the Cardinals. I I'm no, if, it, if I didn't have D Hop, I wouldn't I would be taking the Patriots here. I just mm-hmm. it's one of those kind of how you're taking the Ravens because the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. You need him to the do good. Investment. I need D Hop to do good, so if he does good, that mm-hmm. means the Cardinals most likely win. Yeah, for sure. For he sure. could do good and they lose. Yeah, but like, if the Patriots are at home, I'm like very, I, very confident. Patriots. If, it, if, that, if this was in Foxborough, I'm yeah. taking the Patriots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's the fact that it's in Arizona, and I yeah. need the help them. But all right, that's all I got. All right, so we have four differences. You have the Bengals, I have the Browns. You have the Steelers, I have the Ravens. You have the Cardinals, I have the Patriots, and we have the spread set at 17 points for the Cowboys and the Texans. All right, the battle of Texas. Yeah, Texas forever. The the Texans. Um, I don't know. All right, all right. Let's take it over pop culture. <laughs> so I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? Uh, all right, and let's kick it over to pop culture. Leading up with the movies, uh, I had three major like categories for this because they were all kind of the same thing, and then a little fun fact. Um, so, first up, sequels that are coming. I'm not too excited for these, but Rush Hour 4 is greenlit by the studios, so they're going to be bringing back Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker for another Rush Hour. Yeah. Um, I like Rush Hour, but I, I don't know. I'm getting very much tired of movies and TV shows that were popular. Like, reboots. I'm mm, tired of reboots. Yeah, I'm me very too. Much tired of and also, they're working on Shrek 5, according to Antonio Banderas. I'm very tired of that too. Yeah, yeah. Because so, um, they have the new Puss in Boots movie coming out. Yeah, exactly. They're just milking the cow dry on the Shrek thing. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, then take it over to DC. So DC is essentially tanking right now. Um, ever since so James Gunn took over, so he's kind of like just what appears to be cleaning house. Um, the Wonder Woman three movie is essentially dead, according to all reports in Hollywood. Um, so like there's no script, nothing attached to it, nothing as far as like being produced. Um, Aquaman is now going to be scrapped after the sequel, but the studio is interested in keeping Momoa into other roles for the new universe. I heard that they're looking to put him as Lobo, which that would be, I don't know Lobo. Just look up a picture of Lobo. So they're, 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 he's a a space bounty hunter. That's a villain of Superman. And just look at the photo and then think Jason Momoa. And yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, 100%. Makes sense. Um, so I am excited for that if that's really what's going on here. So, okay. Go through the rest of it. I have a question at the end. Mm, then Man of Steel with uh, Henry Cavill is likely done as well. Um, it looks like there was, after the Black Adam movie, that there was rumors like with the post credit scene that Henry Cavill's back. I think he wants to do it, but the studio's just dropping the Man of Steel movie right now and just reworking the universe. Um, 
They did confirm that Robert Pattinson's Batman is safe and the sequel is still being developed for that. And this all kind of came right after the Black Adam movie broke even at the box office for the final numbers of theaters. That sucks. So they probably like are scared now and they're Mm -hmm. just like, all right, let's clean house. We're dropping the universe. We'll keep you, you, you like, I'm assuming they'll probably they'll keep Momoa. Um, I don't know. You can't really keep like the main heroes. It's tough in that regard. Um, but they're keeping Pattinson because that was kind of like its own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do. I can see them maybe keeping Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. That's it. Getting yeah, to this, this is my question for it. Like, mm-hmm. are they literally just redoing everything? It seems like it. There's nothing like they haven't really talked about it much. They're this not all... going to try to make in universe fixes. They're just going to straight up say, pause, new starts here. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like they're rebooting it. Because that's what I would I would like. I think that's what they should do. I think you, we talked about that for mm-hmm. years and yeah. years. That what they should do is just give it like two years. No yeah. movies, three years, no movies. Then say, all right, forget everything that happened. Start now. Which, so I have a theory. The Flash movie is still apparently going. Um, They've been very gung-ho about keeping Ezra Miller for this. For whatever reason, I don't know. Maybe they're going to do like a Flashpoint. I don't know if you ever heard of Flashpoint. Yeah, I know what it is. So, like, not the movie itself, maybe, but, like, the whole result. So Everything resets. Everything resets mm-hmm. with the Flashpoint. Um, that would be a very good way to do it, in my opinion. I think it'd be cool if they did, like, the true Flashpoint comic, but I don't know if they'll do it. I think it'd be a great way to just reboot the universe and start over with um, James Gunn as the kind of Kevin Feige brain over everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, this just all happened yesterday. All these announcements. So yeah, I I think I honestly think because Henry Cavill's in, I can see them doing him as Superman still. I could see that too, but not for a while. It doesn't seem likely. I'm thinking Momoa will stay. Harley, the Quinn. Rock will stay as Black Adam probably. Harley Quinn could stay, and then what about what's gonna happen with Shazam? Because Shazam Two is coming out. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. Shazam was good too. Shazam's good, yeah. Like I, I don't know, they're like nitpicking like what does well and just keeping it, and then just rebooting the other stuff, and that's just not going to work if they do it like that. Like you have to jump ship on everything, in my opinion. Like you could Peacemaker, recast characters like, to different characters, maybe if it like works. But it's having a Peacemaker, his own show. Yeah, like Peacemaker. I don't know what's going to go on there. Like when that was successful. There, it's all weird. It's all weird. Suicide Squad was successful. Hmm. Hmm. It's a shit. DC's been a shit show for years. Yeah, and just because they got James Gunn to run it, it's gonna be continue to be a shit show because he has so much to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's not him and the other guy who's I forget the other guy. It's like a new coach coming to like a two and fourteen team in the NFL. It's like Jeff Saturday becoming the head coach <laughs> yeah. of the Colts. Jeff like, Saturday hey, can, can you fix this? So <laughs> you just gotta wait the season out, then read fix everything in the offseason. Yeah, exactly. Um, you should ride the season out then. Mm-hmm. But then uh, next up, so I love Jennifer Lawrence, but she had like a terrible take the other day. Um, she was saying that there was no female-led action movies until her Hunger Games movie. <laughs> so <sighs> Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, Angelina Jolie in Salt, Charlie's Angels, the 2000s one, and there was Full Throttle, which did come out before Hunger Games. 
Then Charlize Theron and Arion Flux, Kate Beckinsale and the Underworld franchise, Angelina Jolie and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Wanted, if it's if you count that, because it is kind of split there on the lead. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality 1 and 2, Angelina Jolie and Tomb Raider 1 and 2, Halle Berry and Catwoman, Jennifer Gardner and Elektra, Sigourney Weaver in the Alien Saga, and Linda, Linda Hamilton in the Terminator Saga, which could be debatable, but I still give it to Linda Hamilton as Lee because she had the most speaking lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's all the female-led action movies. What year did uh, it come out, Hunger Games? Hunger Games, 2012. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all those movies came before it. Bad take. Bad take. Love Jennifer Lawrence. Bad take. Very bad take. Um, But then, next up, I just had a little fun fact. I saw, because everything's about Avatar right now, and I'm tired of hearing it, but I saw a cool little thing. That Nickelodeon had to include The Last Airbender in their show titled The Avatar because James Cameron actually copyrighted The Avatar title nine years prior. That's kind of funny. (laughs) So he was just hoarding Avatar. He was hoarding Avatar for like almost a decade. So the only reason they added The Last Airbender. (laughs) Yeah. That's. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. I hate James But it's hilarious. I'm starting to hate James Cameron more and more. Yeah, me too. Me too. The more I see about this Avatar movie, the more I'm like, I hate James Cameron. I'm tired of him. But that's all I have for movies. Anything that you want to toss in? Um, No. All right. Uh, actually, yes. Okay. Uh, a TBD toss in. I, I, I think of Violent Nights getting good reviews. I did see some And I'm going to probably go that. see it Tuesday. Okay. Let me um, know. But, like, I listen to Lights, Camera, Barstool about it just because that's, like, my go-to movie thing. Mm-hmm. And I usually trust all their opinions. And they basically said, like, they said it is the perfect balance of everything. It's like Die Hard. If Die Hard had sex with, like, Home Alone, who had sex with something else, is like, what this is. <laughs> it's sick. And, like, Bad Santa. Yeah, or the Santa Claus, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I forget what it was. But it it sounds amazing. So I'm okay. going to go see it. All right. Um, well, let's take it over to TV. Uh, all I really had for TV was just a couple of announcements and trailers. Uh, first up was the Bad Batch trailer two for season two. Um, we get a look at like the overall plot and synopsis of the season, as well as a lot of good looks at like what I'm envisioning is like the first couple of episodes, mm-hmm. um, kind of setting up that plot. Some really good animation, uh, some cool reveals with the Wookiee Jedi, Palpatine. Yeah. Things like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I'll definitely check that out when it does air. But that's coming out January 4th. Correct. I yeah, I like it. I like how there's not too many Easter eggs in there. Mm-hmm. You get some Easter eggs. Yeah. But right. I I like season one. If they do very similar to season one, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it does. It does seem like it's almost like it could be a carbon copy of like season one's like general like schemes. One-off things. And then yeah. Like, and then like, every oh, here's the episode you sprinkle in the main plot yeah yeah like here's like this saga here's this saga oh now we got a rex saga where he calls it he's like hey i need your help and it's like mm-hmm. all right cool like let's go help Kinda rex. like how andor did kind of like how clone mm-hmm. wars always did with the mini arcs yeah yeah um so i mean yeah it'll be good but anything else on bad batch no all right next one i had the boys spin off their new show gen v um they dropped the trailer we got a chance to watch it. I think it's going to be good, but I don't want to see more boys spinoffs. Yeah, I, I, I'm not interested in a boys spinoff 
this trailer was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna watch this until I'm told, "Hey, watch this." Yeah, yeah. This gives me big, more higher scale, like New Mutants type vibe, like the comics New Mutants. I feel that. Where it's like a school. Yeah. Or just like the X Men. Like there's a mm-hmm. school full of heroes that don't know how to do their powers. Yeah. But with the boys' twist on it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the X Men like school. Charles so, Xavier School for Young, Gifted, whatever, but in the boys. Yeah. It's um, a cool concept because it's the boys and they're violent. and a lot mm-hmm. of, There's a lot of cool shots in the trailers. I just don't know if I'm 100% interested yet. Yeah, I think the way that it can be successful is kind of like how Suicide Squad was the Peacemaker. Like, you had, like, the agents kind of in the yeah. show. Like, you had the office staff from the boys in this show. I'm assuming more predominantly – you might have a cameo of A-Train or Homelander or something okay. like that for, like, one part of an episode, but that's it. But you're, the main character from Boys is going to be in this is that girl, that ginger chick. What's her name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, She's going to yeah. be probably the majority in it. Mm-hmm, for that, sure. That's, like, the main tie-in. Yeah, character. exactly, exactly. Um, the last thing I had, Daredevil Board Again, they did cast a few people. Um they did confirm the return of Foggy Nelson, Karen Page, uh, Karen Page, Karen Page. Yeah. Um, Those two are the actors who are returning. Mm-hmm. And then they also casted Michael G- Gandolfini in an undisclosed role. So I'm excited for that because I, I think he did well with the Tony Soprano role in the Saints of Newark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to see what he does with something else. Hopefully he's not just like, you know, a mobster, a mobster. <laughs> But I, I could see him being a mobster. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's like I hope he's a uh, an actual named mobster, like not yeah, just like a random yeah. made for the show, like someone from the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know what to expect out of it. I hope it's a good role because I really like the actor and I think he can do good things. And it was the first. I mean, he only acted in one other thing, and it was basically acting like his dad. So like, mm-hmm. of course he's doing good. This is kind of like a test. Is he this is a test. Yeah, do something that's not his dad mm-hmm. essentially. Um, I'm I, starting to wonder though. Oh yeah, good, yeah. good, good. I was just gonna say I'm starting to wonder though with Daredevil. Like, so he banged She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. He was with Elektra at the end of the Daredevil series on Netflix. Was he in season? Kinda. It's like it's like a weird relationship, but like it was like Batman and Catwoman. Like mm-hmm. they're not like exclusively together, but like they're pretty much like always doing the deed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Karen Page, who's now in the universe. So. If they bring over Electro, you gotta force them. That I don't know how it's gonna go. That'd be sweet. It would be sweet, and like that was a good Electra actress they had in Daredevil. Yeah. So I think it's definitely worth she, bringing her over. She's on a hit show right now for mm-hmm. uh, CBS. Like, yeah. The Cleaning Lady or something like that. It's like apparently we're pretty good. Oh really? Okay. It's like one of CBS's newest dramas. Nice. Um, what I was gonna say is I so I I watched the first season of Daredevil recently before the She Hulk mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I took a little hiatus. I started season two recently, <sighs> and I just got. I'm at the episode where it's Frank Castle just got arrested. They gotta do the Punisher just got arrested. The Punisher has to come into the MCU. I could swear that I, I said. I think I said on the pod a couple of times. I'm pretty sure I saw reports saying he's coming. It's gonna be like the surprise cameo that we don't hear about. I think it's like a bunch of the sources that are always right about Marvel leaks mm-hmm. are saying that John Bernthal is he, in this. Like, because he's so big of a character. And like and he did like so well in the role, Dude, like I, w- I forgot how good he was. And then so good. I was that prison scene. I haven't out there yet, but that's one of my favorite yeah. scenes in all of like TV. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like was 
I know how everything goes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was rooting for Punisher the second time watching through it now. Mm -hmm. Not second, like fourth time. But, like, Punisher's such a rootable character. Like, he's... He really I'm, is, I'm like, yeah. dude, fucking Daredevil. You're such a fucking pussy. And I love Daredevil. <laughs> Just kill him, Daredevil. Just do it. <laughs> fucking, you're a pussy. They don't deserve dude. justice. They don't deserve mercy. Yeah. Um, but after I finish season two here, I might go straight to uh, Punisher season. season. Yeah, and then you gotta go to Daredevil season three. Season three. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do, by the end of this, hope they bring over Luke Cage, Punisher, Jessica Jones, and. Even Danny Rand. Even, even Danny Rand. At that point, just bring in Danny the Rand, too. Loris Tyrell. Yeah, <laughs> I never know that guy's actor's name. I just call him Loris Tyrell. <laughs> but he he was in the best, but it wasn't him. It was the writing. The writing was off. Mm-hmm. That show. Yeah, and I liked his love interest in the show too. Colleen Wing was sick. Colleen Wing was a great and supporting role. The second season of Iron Fist was so much better than season one. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the end of second second season. Yeah. Whenever Colleen Wing becomes the Iron Fist, mm-hmm. but he somehow then like the after credit scenes, he still somehow has the powers and he uses them for guns. Yeah. That was sick, and I was like, dude, I mm-hmm. can't wait for the next Iron Fist thing. Yep. And yep. they're like, nope, I agree. Just pull the plug. Yeah, I think just Jessica bring, Jones was bring, amazing. Yeah, because like Luke Cage did Kristen Ritter. the the actor for Luke Cage was great. Michael Corton, Corton. Mm-hmm. I know all their names except for uh, yeah. Rand. And then uh, yeah, and then uh, Kristen Ritter was amazing as Jessica Jones. So like, just bring them all over. Like fucking, mm-hmm. like everybody loved the casting. Like you already broke the seal, you know. Like you already started opening the door to this. Just do it. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Why are you just bringing all the Daredevil? Yeah. yeah just over? just make it happen. Like what are we doing here? You brought hey. Toby. Andrew and Tom to Spider-Man. Just do it. Just bring the Netflix ones. <laughs> yeah. But the Netflix one never had to not not be canon. You could have kept the canon because they started originally as like the loose canon. Mm-hmm. Like like everything in the MCU happens in the Netflix universe, but nothing in the Netflix series happens mm-hmm. in the MCU. That's, yeah. So the continuity is still there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in there? No. Just okay. a video game. Okay. What do you got? Gaming update. Gaming update. The last Jedi. Uh, the last Jedi. Jedi's, oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that, that's not the movie. Last Don't Jedi. bring back the last Jedi. Jedi Fallen Order, the sequel game called Jedi Survivor, is releasing on March fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah, that's coming up. Trivia. <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> Trivia. What's March fifteenth? What What are you doing right now? What's March March fifteenth? Is it St. Patrick's Day? And that's the seventeenth. The Ides of March. Okay. You never heard of the Ides of March? I mean I have, but like <laughs> It's Ides of March. That's a bullshit trivia question. How? That's very that's common. Bu- no, nah, that's a bullshit. I bet I bet you, you can can't ask, just quiz me on like I bet, real things. I bet you ask three out of five people what days of Ides of March is say March fifteenth. Three out of five? Three out of five. No way. Three out of five. Get the fuck out of here. Three out of five. Get the fuck out of here. A hundred percent. No way. A hundred percent. No way. I Not my chair, not my problem. If I'm with five adults throughout the weekend at one point, all together, I'm going to get a video of it. Hey, what's March 15th? And see if everyone can get it. Dude, there's no shot. Ides of March is up there with like Friday the 13th. It's like the only other bad luck day besides Friday the 13th. Nah, I, I, nah. This is the first time I'm hearing about Ides of March since probably you saying something about it in college. <laughs> no. To be honest. No. Yeah. No. People know the Ides of March, dude. Dude, they 100% know. I'm, I'm out on the Ides of March. All right. Let's. Do you even know what the Ides of March is? 
Yeah, it's an unlucky day in March. But you know why? Because St. Patrick stubbed his toe that day. The Caesar died that day. Oh. Uh, stabbed 23 times in the back. Et tu, Bruce. All right, let's take it over to music, your jams of the week. I have a few options here. Um, so ones that I did fuck with, they're not jam of the week, though. Let Me Down by Quinn XCII and Chelsea Cutler. Very good, like, mellow vibe song. Good, good, like, mellow vibe listen. Dude. Did enjoy it. Wait a minute. Real quick. Side note. Going back to the Ides of March. Dude, there's a movie called The Ides of March released in 2011 starting Ryan Gosling, George Clooney, Paul Giamatti, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Marissa Tomei, and Jeffrey Wright, and Evan Rachel Wood from In what West year? Orleans. 2011. I had to fucking march, bro. That's big enough to get a, a movie to pull all those here, all yeah. those actors. Yeah. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's that knowledgeable. I don't think three out of five is. Uh, three out of five. I'd say two out of five. I work tomorrow. I'm going to go up to people and start asking. I don't want you like. Yeah, I want you to go to work and start you, asking. No, I'm not asking people about the odds of march. That's not happening. Yeah, you have to. No, no. Is that field goal? Yep. Nice. Uh, all right, yeah, Let Me Down, Quinn XCII, Chelsea Cutler. Uh, that's a ve- very good Mellow Vibe song. Uh, s- next up, I got Still Life, uh, RM with Anderson .Paak. Uh, very funky vibe that I did enjoy. Good listen. Uh, but Jam of the Week, in a rare occurrence, your country song of the week and Jam of the Week fall in line with one another. Uh, one Thing at a Time by Morgan Wallen. Very upbeat, high-tempo uh, country song. song. Yeah, very yeah. good song. I enjoyed it. Um, so definitely give that a listen on I the like, Talking Dirty like Jams playlist too. on Spotify. Yeah, I uh, I just got more more and more on this. I like more and more. Nice. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Sorry. You still looking he, up the Ides of March? Here's a song called called. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a song called Vehicle by the Band Ides of March. Oh fuck you! <laughs> Jam of the week. Just stop. Just stop it. What are you doing? That's what a you, good what song. You, what are you doing? Yeah, dude. Miles yeah. Kenny has a song called The Eyes of March. Get out of here. <laughs> um, crazy. He has a whole ass band. Uh, that's great. All right. Let's take it away with the closing statements. Um, the Eyes of March is March 15th. Um, Tell your friends so when Ryan asks you, he can have three out of five. Dude, I'm telling you. It's, <laughs> it's weird you don't know this. It's not. All right. It's definitely not common, but it's definitely like people know it. Um, thank you to Kent's Brothers Painting. Hopefully, that lady from work uses the promo code Guy Shitty House. 412-784-1577 and uh, two chains line of the week. Point guard in the two guard. Pretty girls like trap music. So I woke up with my wood hard. Okay, like his penis. Get it? Yeah, that's a good one. Like he came up, he woke up, and his fucking dick was hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, see you guys. All right, peace out. Odds uh, of March. So I looked up March 15th. I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. To the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat 